episode 188 of the PS Nation podcast. It's us. Yep, it's us again. It's Joel. How's it going, man? I'm here, present. <laughs> Josh, Josh, you awake? Oh, Jesus. Got this shit. <laughs> He's rubbing his feet together. <laughs> huh, what? Is it mating season already? Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. you know, me. Killzone boy. Yep, the Killzone hype has started. So, uh, a lot of fun this week. I think we're going to have some cool stuff, uh, including an interview with Mr. Stuart Gilray from Just Add Water, talking about uh, the Stranger's Wrath remake that they're making, or that they're doing for, well, right now for PS3. And, uh, man, we got way off topic as usual, which is why we love having him on. Also, uh, some new releases, actually a shitload of new releases, a few news items, what we're playing, Joel's review of NBA 2K11, Josh's review of God of War Ghost of Sparta, sweet, Uh, emails and a voicemail, and uh, let's just kick right into the regular stuff, and then we'll bullshit after that. Oh, right. (laughs) Quit typing when I'm talking. Uh, If you want to contact us, a lot of different ways you can do that. You can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Or if you go over to the website at psnation.org, which I highly recommend, because holy crap, are we putting stuff up there now. It's actually like getting legitimate and stuff. Uh, Check that out. You can uh, hit the contact us button on the right side. That'll let you email us that way. Or you can hit the call us, call me button, and you can put your phone number in there, and it will call you so you can leave us a voicemail. Or you can leave us a voicemail on Skype. All you have to do is call WDT-Torgo, or you can call a regular voicemail line at 715-502-9773, standard long-distance rate supply. And you can find us on Facebook under PS Nation Podcast. We're really close to 1,000 people. You can find us over on Twitter, three different accounts. Josh's is, of course, at PJFJosh. Joel's is at 5SpotJoel. And our main account is at PS3Nation, all one word. Uh, Also, don't forget to check us out over at VGEVO.com, where our forums reside, and also a bunch of the other different podcasts in the podcast network over VGEVO. Uh, and last but not least, of course, our buddies over at FuriousGamer.com, which is an awesome, awesome way to find a bunch of different gaming podcasts, including ours, uh, streaming over the interwebs on your uh, on your browser, all kinds of stuff. If you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch for 99 cents over on the, uh, the the App Store, I can't even talk tonight. Stuart's got me all discombobulated. Uh, on, the, on the App Store, 99 cents for your iPhone or your iPod Touch, you can grab that app. Pretty much anywhere you can get connectivity, you can stream all these cool shows. Also, don't forget our merch, our shirts, which, um, you know, if you like the shirt that you can get in PlayStation Home for PS Nation, you can pretty much get the same thing over at Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. And, you know, the coffee mugs, which I really like. I have that oversized coffee mug. It's pretty badass. Uh, And last but certainly not least, again, our sponsor. That's right, Audible.com where you can find all those cool audio, uh, audible books, audio books for your, uh, for your MP3 player and everything else. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation. You sign up for the 14-day trial that way. You'll get a free book out of it, and if you don't keep the account, you get to keep the book. Pretty badass. Audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation. Help us out. That supports us. So, uh, yeah, we talked to Stuart. We got some pretty funny stuff. I wish we could record and play what we talk about before we record <laughs> yeah it's much it's actually more entertaining <laughs> stupid politics <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I love having Stuart on the show. I could talk to that guy well, every day. Hopefully we can have him back some other time and just BS for a while. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, we really rambled this time, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's no different than normal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's the way things go. All right, Joel. Holy crap. Get through this list. I dare you. All right. PS3, we have a game that uh, Josh played at Comic-Con. I know you think he enjoyed it. It's not getting a lot of press, but oh. it's a, you know it might be one of these games that you might want to rent or give a try. James Bond 007 Bloodstone. Cool. I'm still working on getting an interview. Uh, the, the the developer that I talked to, the designer, he's all up for it. It's PR. We're working. Come on, PR. Yeah, Activision PR is tough to come crack. on. Come on. They're come tough on. To crack. <laughs> Here, active action, Activision, Activision, Activision. <laughs> Here, fishy, fishy, fishy. I'm, I'm going to well, say a l- good luck, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a story behind this one. MGM, if, I don't know if you've heard peeps, but MGM is, is struggling to get the next Bond movie out. And by struggling, they've pretty much shelved it for a while. They've run into some financial difficulties, not just in making the movie, but as a movie studio in general. So yeah. this game is coming out pretty quietly, but was was based on the movie that would have come out had MGM gone full steam ahead with the plans. So there's a lot of good voice work in here. It's got the same professional voices you're accustomed to with these characters. It's a sleeper, potentially. Yeah, what time. I played was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a review copy for us, uh, so you know, hopefully we'll be able to do a review with this one. I'm actually very interested in it as well. I'm, I'm a huge James Bond geek, so I, I'm very interested in playing this, and you know, Bizarre Creations, they're a great development house, so, you know, I'm really interested to see what they do. That's right. Another game coming out this week, Blood Drive. Holy which shit, is a, that's coming out already? Yeah, it's a car-based zombie game. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I can surmise that you take a car and you run over zombies. Uh, I, think twisted, <laughs> I think this is the Twisted Metal clone from, uh, from Shide. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I or she, I always forget the, how to pronounce it. It looks really cool. I've done, done some uh, screenshots and some pictures of it. And jeez, Dad, you killed the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> diddly, <laughs> diddly, 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 diddly. Yeah, this is the one from the from from Sheed. Uh, this is uh, the developers of Shatter. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, this is. When you see the trailer, I, like the first thing I said, I'm like, "Wow, it looks a lot like Twisted Metal." And then I said that to David Jaffe, and he goes, "Yeah, it does, but that's pretty cool." I'm like, "Yeah, it is cool. It looks really neat." <laughs> so, yeah, this is from. Uh, they also did. Uh, uh, I always forget the name of that game. It's it's ah fuck it. It's another racing game. But uh, <laughs> no, you know, the guys behind Shattered are down in New Zealand, Australia area, New Zealand, I think they are. Yeah, man, I want to give this game a try. It looks interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, we get a copy. Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, another game, Fist of the North Star, Ken's Rage. There you have it. Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2 mm-hmm. and Mega Mind Ultimate Showdown. All of these are oh, PS3 boy. releases. Dude, there's like a Dragon Ball game every other month, isn't there? Is it me? <laughs> it's yeah, it certainly feels like it. Feels like it. Yeah. Or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Bakugan. Yeah. Oh. yeah. People keep buying yeah. them. They must be buying I, them. They keep bringing them out. I was going to say something, but I've, I probably offend like 75% of our audience, so I Do will it. keep it to myself. Do it, because one <laughs> no. of those people is, is Revy. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and on the PSP, <laughs> we got a big release coming out next week that Josh did a great review for on our website. Everybody should check out In- God of War Ghost of Sparta. 
hits the PSP next week, finally, after a ton of hype, a demo, and Josh, is it worth it? Meh. Well, he is doing a review later on the show. <laughs> I saw your review score, so a little bit more uh, enthusiasm. I think, a little be... bit more than meh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A little bit more. Uh, we'll talk All about right. it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We got a review later on. I forgot about that. Ease Oath of Felgana. Uh, Am I yeah. saying that properly? Oath in Felgana. Actually, it's Oath in Felgana. Oath in Felgana. Yes. That's quite, a, quite an important decision. Yeah, because you go to Felgana. Felgana yeah, and uh, then you take your oath. <laughs> <laughs> I promise yeah. not to have sex before I am married, <laughs> which won't be hard because I'm playing this game. Is <laughs> <laughs> someone not in one to wear the ring? <laughs> well, in Felgana, all we do is have sex, sir. Yeah, that, that's what Felgana is all about, sir. Uh, yeah, I've been playing the hell out of this game. I might not even let Mark do the review for it, to be honest. But I, I, I think I'll be doing the written one, and Mark's going to probably come back on the show and review it. But if he's going to take too long, I'll, I'll review it next week. I've been Sweet. playing it constantly. I played it uh, last week for when Scott and those guys uh, for Welcome to the Goo were, were doing their Extra Life thing. I played it for like four hours straight. <laughs> it looks pretty, too. You showed it to me on your PSP. It's, it's sharp. Yeah. Good graphics for a... Kind of a retro style title. Yeah, yeah. I did put up a, uh, a or no? Did I put up a preview? No, I didn't put up a preview. Uh, the review embargo lifts like Monday morning, so there'll be a review up on the site Monday. That's right. I'm getting my titles confused. There's too many damn games right now. <laughs> God damn it! Did you play any Invincibles over the weekend? Yes, I did. There's another game for use with the PSP camera right around the corner, and that's iPad. It's coming to the PSP. Oh yeah. Which apparently utilizes the new, well, new to the U.S. at least, yeah. PSP camera. Dude, that little PSP camera isn't bad. But uh, iPad? Really? Yeah. How, how's that? I mean, isn't that really geared towards kids? Yeah. That's like the iPhone games. I don't understand that. There's all these kiddie iPhone games. And I'm like, dude, if I had kids, there's no way I'm giving them my $300 uh-huh. phone. You got to remember that also works with iPod Touches. And I know of two friends' yeah. kids that have iPod touches that are uh, around 12 years old and oh no another... i'm talking i'm talking games aimed towards toddlers well but yeah there I've is seen <laughs> no, and people hand their kid their phone even though it's a five i've phone. done it i'm an <laughs> uncle like 80 million times over and i got tons of godchildren and i've done this like 12 times within the last couple months where i'm hanging out with the kids they're doing their kid thing where you know after a couple hours they're doing nothing but bothering me basically. <laughs> so you pull out the iPhone, you quickly hit the app store. Okay, give me something for three year up. Boom. Download it, hand over the phone. And I swear to God, I got privacy and quiet time for like two hours. Wow. <laughs> Dude, it's not so bad. Break the phone. Shit. Just get out of here for a couple hours. See ya. <laughs> nice. I'll this just go to the Apple store tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I wanted an iPhone four anyway. Now this clinches it. No, these kids nowadays, like especially like five, six, seven year olds, they probably take better care of my phone than I do. They're very careful mm. with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I didn't think of it that way. Laying it's it tech. They they kind of they're growing up around this shit. God, I wish we did. I had a pile of dirt, and I was I like, did. <laughs> oh come on, you, the Commodore. Yay. I still have my Apple IIc, and it works great. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
I still have all my stuff. My I buy my Atari 2600 upstairs. My 5200 is plugged in. <laughs> dude. Well, I would hope so, dude. You left with a box the size of Texas full of Atari 2600 games. <laughs> or MGC. That's right, man. <laughs> you better have an Atari hooked up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I still, all my stuff, I keep my stuff. I always did. I always kept my stuff in good working order. I was very anal about that. Oh, and from the uh, the Pele lineage, which was just a fantastic 2600 game, <laughs> comes next week to the PSP Pro Evolution Soccer 2011. Wow. Which I think was on the PS3 last week, just a week behind on the PSP version. Indeed. I'm sure it's fabulous. We also have Megamind, the Blue Defender, which is... <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> quite an interesting looking game. Well, it's the new animated the movie. It's, it's the new animated movie from DreamWorks with uh, Will Ferrell as the lead character. Uh, Tina Fey's oh, good. in we it. And... Just can't get enough Will Ferrell lately. Uh, hey. <laughs> Last but not least, and I believe there's a bundle that's coming out as well for this. Yep. The PS2 is getting Toy Story 3, the video game. Indeed. And there's a new shiny PS2 bundle coming out with the game included. And... Yep, big bundle. Indeed. 99 bucks. Can't nice. go wrong with the PS2 for 99 bucks. I actually wouldn't mind getting a Slim. I have to put one of those in my collection still, but... Yeah, the PS2 just celebrated the 10th anniversary. Indeed, still going strong. You know, yeah. usually when a console's out for 10, 10 years, it's much cheaper than ninety nine bucks. <laughs> it's usually like twelve, fifteen dollars if you can find it. <laughs> yeah, or in the Dreamcast case, you're lucky if you find one that actually works. Oh no, yeah. I always find them that work. I mean, actually, you're in the perfect spot for that, Joel, because. All the mega media exchanges in, Mo- in the Milwaukee area always have like a hundred Dreamcasts just shrink wrapped for like thirty bucks. Yeah, I'm not being sort of facetious. I love the Dreamcast, but I mean, I've yeah, those things broke down a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's it's funny too because right here where I am, I'm I'm right near MGC, and when MGC rolls around, all the local peddlers at MGC buy up everything in this area. Yeah. So I can't I can't get a Sega Dreamcast game for a good three months before MGC, maybe even longer. Yeah. But now, a few months after MGC, we're like six, seven months after MGC, there are Dreamcast games everywhere around here. <laughs> so it's, you're right. They're readily available until about a few weeks before uh, MGC. Then they magically all disappear, appear at MGC for about $10 more or $20 more than what they had appeared the week prior at the used game store. But isn't that how it goes? Pretty much all the time, yeah. yeah. So, so just screw MGC and come to my house like two weeks prior. <laughs> You, sh- you should be good. <laughs> so, oh, if I can find those choice. around, yeah. <laughs> if I can find those around here, I'd be happy. But uh, they're just not available anywhere. Well, and that's it for new releases. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Check in the couch cushion. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's get to the news. We're rambling now. Never. No, not at all. All right, the first one. Uh, I guess I'll take. PSP Go, holy shit, they finally dropped the price to $200. Too late, anyone? How about more? Let's yeah, go a little cheaper yet. More too. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, it, it's a little more, you know, it's less expensive. It's 150 bucks less. Uh, I really like my PSP Go, but like I've said, if I tell somebody today to get, if they're gonna getting a PSP and they're asking me, I usually say the 3000 because it's the best of both worlds. The only thing you're not getting besides the smaller size is you're not getting the Bluetooth for linking to a controller, and that's essentially the one thing you're losing. Uh, but what you're gaining on the 3000 is a humongous 
availability of used games. You know, you've got the the microphone built in. You've got the the same screen that's a little bit bigger. You've got the UMD drive. You know, you just don't have. Well, you don't have the built-in memory either. But uh, you know, there there are a contingent out there that really love the PSP Go, and more power to them. I I really like mine. I play it a lot, but. You know, there's certain games that aren't even coming out for the go. Like Birth by Sleep is is a perfect example. Uh, still not downloadable for some stupid ass reason. I well, we'll so. see what happens. I haven't uh, usually like when Halo came out. You know, obviously we're big Halo fans around PS Nation. Um, I saw a bunch of dudes at Best Buy walking out with 360s. I mean, that day people were carrying 360s all over town. Sure. PSP Go dropped to 200, and I didn't see any sort of anything. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that's any indication, but. It kind of is, but we'll see you know, what happens. Again, I I don't from, from the people I've talked to over over the last few months and everything else. I don't. I think people are seeing this the wrong way. They never intended for the PSP Go to become the new platform. There, half of it was a test to see how things would go with a download only device, and they were offering it basically as a premium model. You know, a smaller unit with a lot of memory inside it, et cetera, et cetera. It's a premium, so you're play, paying a premium price. And I, I wouldn't say that Sony's happy about the sales or whatever else. I have no idea. I doubt it. But at the same time, I don't think they had really high expectations for the for this thing in terms of sales. I really don't. Well, that's good to know. It's interesting because yeah. most companies, when they release product, that's exactly what they're hoping for. I, I really think this was a luxury item. In my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I think it was more of a market test than anything else. It was an expensive market test, but that's why they priced it where they did because they were probably making a profit on it. Sure. For the few that they sold. But I really <clears> do <throat> like mine. I play it a lot because it's so convenient to carry it around compared to the other PSPs. It is nice and small. It's got a nice shiny screen to it. it looks good. Indeed. I mean, it's the same exact screen that you get on the PSP 3000. It's just a half an inch less. In uh, in diagonal size, but it's the same exact tech. Yeah, I think with, a ch- with a cheaper price, eventually it might be a nice impulse buy. I just don't think it's got to that point yet at one ninety nine. I agree. I, I think one ninety nine is still too expensive. Definitely. All right. So ro- the next one, Rock which, Band uh, Three came out yesterday yeah. or this week, and right out of the gate we got a nice piano game. Well, a piano album. John Lennon's Imagine is on Rock Band 3, and for those in the know, there's a lot of piano in that album, so I think it makes good sense to roll with that right out of the gate. Plus, this is an amazing album in general. It's John Lennon's first album after the Beatles. It's got great songs on it. Good stuff. <laughs> Go buy it, kids. Should I just sit here? <laughs> no, no, I have it actually. Not on Rock Band yet, but I, I do have I'm 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 a big Beatles fan. I loved Beatles Rock Band. There you go. Unlike buddy. many people, but I, I knew there was a reason I liked Josh. <laughs> my feelings about the Beatles are because some of my friends saturated me with the Beatles. It was nonstop Beatles. So I just don't really have an affinity for them right now. Well, yeah, that's, that would make that's the nuts. same reason why I don't like New Kids on the Block. Well, no, I don't like New Kids on the Block because they have no talent. Oh, yeah, and that too. Yeah. I mean, I can at least recognize the talent with, especially the songwriting and everything with Beatles, but I just, I mean, I'll listen to them, but I don't own any of their albums. I don't own any Beatles albums or John Lennon, so, sorry. I did see Paul McCartney in concert, though. And why is that? You have free uh, tickets or something? Actually, yeah, because my buddy had a, a, a spare ticket, <laughs> and uh, it was at Arrowhead Stadium, and it was, it was a good show. It was, I got a contact high, and uh, yeah. It's 
<laughs> well, say what you will, but uh, Imagine is considered one of the best albums ever, and rightfully so. Sure. It's damn worthy of it. Speaking of awesome things coming yep. soon. Yeah, PlayStation Rewards is coming. That was just announced today, actually, Indeed. as we record. And, you know, they're not entirely clear on what you have to do for it. They say you don't do anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. So I guess they're going to track what games you download from the store, what movies and things you download from the store. Because if you're just playing games, like I guess they could see what uh, disc-based games you put into the system, but you could have rented any of those. It's not like you have to buy every single one of those. Well, but there's still activity. Um, You're still playing more PS3 games, that kind of thing. That's true, I guess, playing the games. Um, Now, they're saying, you know, what I would really like is if it's retroactive. Because if it's retroactive, I'm going to be legendary status immediately. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I I think it is retroactive because they're talking about... um, you know the beta, basically their beta invitation only, or uh, or it starts tomorrow on the twenty eighth, and select PlayStation Plus and Gamer Advisory panel people are going to get the the invites, and Gap's yeah. been around since like ninety six, ninety seven, I think. So and I still haven't gotten my invite. I actually just looked at my email before when you guys were talking about uh, uh, the first <laughs> news item. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. All two stories ago? Yeah. And I saw, I was like, ooh, PlayStation Network. Thank you for playing the Red Faction beta. I was like, I, yeah, I got that didn't too. <laughs> get to play it yet. Uh, okay. And now you won't be able to because the servers are down. <laughs> yep. And now they won't send me the PlayStation Rewards thing because I'm a bad beta player. <laughs> you know, <laughs> off on a, on a tangent a little bit, that beta, that, 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 Game isn't the uh, the red faction like the first person red faction or the third person red faction. It was like this offshoot game where it was more like a a game of combat or something where you had these little tanks that you were driving around and it was like all an overhead perspective kind of. Oh man, it was really weird. I could never find a game online. I never connected to an online game. I would like I to tried have tried it. Yeah, yeah, I tried it. Yeah. I played uh, the the single player that was built into it, and I wasn't that thrilled. Well, the problem is, I mean, that comes out, Killzone 3 beta comes, uh, Extra Life, uh, it's just too much. It's too much all at once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So this loyalty program, uh, the idea is that uh, you'll gain status and recognition and rewards uh, just for playing your games. And you can get exclusive PSN avatars that display your member status in the program, exclusive dynamic themes and home content, and opportunities to participate in members-only sweepstakes and giveaways. So, yeah, so now you can be cool. super special. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't have to do anything for it, which is nice. You just keep going about your life, and you'll just gain levels from what did they say uh select pro and legendary are the three the three levels dude i'm gonna be legendary right off the right out the gate i'm telling you (laughs) (laughs) maybe in your own head might no my (laughs) download list on the psn is a nightmare to go through it's like it's an insane number of 
items that have been downloaded on the PSN. Interesting. <laughs> like yeah, you'll get like a, a card in the mail, free Quiznos sub. Thanks a lot, sucker. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking like eight or nine hundred things already. The list is huge. Jeez. Which it's you know, just... when you try to go back and you try to find something and you have to you have to scroll through seven or eight hundred items. Yeah. Don't you love that? That's uh, awesome. <laughs> Dude, not cool. No, and you can't go to the store and just go right to it. Yeah. Like, like I bought this. I'll go to the store. I'll quickly find it. Here it is. Okay, I'll download it again. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. I'm to go back through my 800 items and find it in there. I wish they yeah. would uh, put, like, a search feature in the download list. Oh, that would help. Or just be able to skip, like, page by page by page instead of sure. item by item. Or just sort it alphabetically. That'd uh, be nice. Yeah. yeah. There'd be nothing wrong with that either, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if I want to go get my copy of Qbert, I'm fucked. I gotta go all the way down to the beginning. <laughs> Let's see. I bought that in 2007. That's right about November. Dude, exactly. If I try to download Blast Factor, uh, or Qbert, oh Blast Factor's all right. Yeah, Blast Factor was one of the first games available. Blast Factor, Qbert, yeah. uh, and the the Gran Turismo HD. The, HD, Gran Turismo yeah. HD, which came out on, what was that, New Year's Eve? Oh, gosh, on yeah. 2006? Seven, I think. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I still have that installed. Yep. I mean, that's the thing, <laughs> you know? It, when you've had a PlayStation since launch, and, you know, we were starved for content back then, I was, I was downloading almost anything at that point. I, I remember creating a Chinese account, a Hong Kong account. Oh, yeah. So that I could get Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. <laughs> and then it because it, it was all in English, and then uh, it and then came it came out, out. like four or five months later. It took a long <laughs> yep. time to come out over here, though. Yeah, I was fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what are we talking right. about? <laughs> yeah, so go play your games, and you'll get rewards for it. Yay! Buy Yay. ten sandwiches, get a free soup. <laughs> <laughs> I ate ten of these subs, and I'm gonna wait until I get the eleventh crappy sub. <laughs> so what we're playing who's gonna start this week and i don't want to hear crickets i'm starting because i never start first yay uh, joel's starting wait yay i didn't play nothing <laughs> god damn it <laughs> quit rubbing your legs together Ew. shave them fuckers <laughs> all right so i've been playing MotorStorm extra life i started up a brand new MotorStorm pacific rift addiction and this week i continued it I love that game. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, it's a great game. You know, game. it's been out forever. I'm, it, it's not like I'm late to the party. I played the shit out of it. It's just that uh, it was one of the game saves I lost when my 60 gig died. So now right. I have to kind of go back, get to where I was, just so I can get past where I was. But great game. And I'm still missing some of the easier trophies, like win five races with the motorcycle. Oh, or five with the ATV. So I'm kind of just going through. <laughs> I never play with the motorcycle. Hate that thing. <laughs> so I'm going back and like, you know, just spending time focusing on the vehicles I never really played before. Which is actually kind of cool. Because obviously if you're the motorcycle or the ATV, you can get up on all the all the hilly kind of shortcuts and stuff. There's so much more terrain up there that I couldn't access before or sure. didn't try in a car. And I also played NBA 2K11, playing the shit out of that. Sweet. NBA season starts last night it started. Tonight my Bucks are playing for the first time, so actually been going through playing a season with the Bucks, and then for review, I pretty much played every single mode on there, which there's a lot of stuff in that game. So 
Wait, you're playing a season with the Bucks? Have you won yet? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wait, no, I don't no. do this stuff enough that now you got to start doing it? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to bring a whoopee cushion next week. <laughs> hey, guys. This truly is Dingo and the Baby now. That's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yesterday I picked up Rock Band, and I have yet to play it, but I'm sure it's going to be great once I throw it in and have some time to You play are it. going to love it. And actually yeah. have some power in the house, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know, I love living in this area because I have a very wooded lot, but, you know, fall with all the leaves, eh, not cool. And windstorms, I just learned, suck. Because apparently every tree in the neighborhood falls over at the same time. And (laughs) somehow, like, the whole path to my house is just, you know, electric lines are just laying on the ground. Well, that's okay. Uh, Now all the trees are down. You don't have to worry about it ever happening again. Yeah, no more leaves, too. That's right. Well, at least they were forthcoming when I called them last night. Hey, you know, it's, it's out. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know. I'm like, okay, well, are you going to do something about it? Eating a sandwich, uh, sir. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. I'm like, well, why not? Well, because we have actually real problems, like lines down across streets and people in their backyards glowing from touching the power lines. We're going to take care of all those people first, and then we'll come hook you up. So, nice. thank you. <laughs> but, you know, it's actually kind of cool. My wife and I were talking last night. We spiked two weeks ago with Extra Life. We pretty much blew out the Transformer, which was kind of a joke, but we really did blow the Transformer out, ironically or not. And then last night or yesterday, we lost power. So we kind of figured of it just going to help us equal everything out. So the bill is going to be normal because we've been without power for two days. (laughs) Nice. So it's it's like, you know, it was their customer service to us. It was awesome. You've spent too much money. We're we're just going to let your power get knocked out and not fix it. Exactly. Yeah. We see you're on the budget plan. We want to keep things in order. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. knock you out for a while. Around snipping wires. <laughs> they use too much power. Click. <laughs> Shit. Yep. Anyhow, that's all I've played. All right. Uh, Josh? Yeah. I, uh, I put in Force Unleashed since the second one was coming. Uh huh. And I thought, maybe I should play through this. And yeah, you didn't, did you? Oh, no. But my game save on the PlayStation I put it in was the wrong game save. It was, like, way back at the beginning. Oh. <laughs> and I knew I had gone farther than that. And I just didn't even feel like getting up. And I was like, eh, and I played it for about ten minutes. And I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that didn't work. And then I jumped into the Killzone 3 beta. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to get off the couch. <laughs> That's um, pretty lazy. Are you a teamster? <laughs> oh, so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I played that for a little bit. Very nice. Uh, I'm, actually, it's got me itching to play the Killzone 2 online, which I haven't played since, well, around when it launched. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I'm off the podcast. Go play your Halos. <laughs> no, I never finished Halo 3. Yeah. Yeah. And I never got past the second mission in Reach. So, yeah. 
<laughs> got some work to do there. Yeah, like I already I said, know how it what ends. What did we say we were going to call you? One level, one level reviews or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, we have to remember what that was. That was actually a funny name. Yeah. Um. Premature Jack. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it you're might. talking about because it, it came out just fine for me. I it, it was right on time. It might have been level one reviews. Something like that, yeah. Because that sounds good, and then you think about it, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that's the tutorial, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, since I wrote up, uh, since I finally wrote up uh, the reviews for NHL and FIFA 11, Buffer. I went back and played some more of both of them. Just to, well, I've been playing NHL, but I went back and played a lot more of, of FIFA. And the funny thing is, you know, I was playing more of the goalie mode, be sure. a goalie. It's not as bad as I initially thought it was. Does it have like, and, a cartwheel mini game and everything in it? So no, you, you know what? While you're waiting. See, and I mentioned <laughs> this in the review because I went back and I even listened to the audio review and I was like, ah, oh, it's horrible. And you just, you know, you're never going to face any shots and. You know, the more games I played, you do face... It depends on the game. But, like, I typically face three or four shots a game at the most. All right? And you'd think, uh, three or four shots a game, what a bore fest. But because you face so few shots, every single shot that comes in and every single crossing pass... It gets your adrenaline going because you're like, Gee, I got to stop this because if this one shot goes in, we could lose the game. <laughs> it's so what kinda... you need to do is is be on a team that has shitty defense. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There you go. Poor Josh will have a heart attack over there. Oh, God, it's coming. <laughs> I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, so that's it's not as bad as I thought it was initially. Uh, playing more of it. I have started to gain an appreciation for it, I would say. Hmm. So, yeah, I think with a little bit uh, a little bit of tweaking, it could be a better mode, but it's not too bad as it is. Not as bad as I thought it was. Um, one of my friends came over. Oh, dude, that friend, that guy that comes up every couple of months uh-huh. to play some games because he has no system. Uh-huh. Uh, he was up here with his whole family, kids and everything, and they wanted to – his son, who's like maybe four or five years old, he walks in. He's like, all right, enough talk. Let's play games because <laughs> he knows I've got all the video games. <laughs> I think it's time for dude to buy a system. Yeah, well, well, that he hinted that Santa might be bringing them something and – you know, his wife is like, so what do you, you've got like the Wii and the, I was like, let's check out this PlayStation move thing. (laughs) (laughs) And he turned to to me, he's like, oh, you, yeah, he turned to me, he's like, you have that? That's like the motion thing, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I put in start the party and I was like, okay, let's try this out kids. And they were having a blast with it. And I was like, see, see, there you go. So now he's, He's going to try to push the wife on that. And by Funny, Christmas, it's a Blu-ray player. We can get porn and Blu-ray. Exactly. <laughs> See, he's coming up by himself in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to give him the whole spiel. I'm going to say, all right, look, this is what you get with the Wii. This is what you get with the PS3. Uh, your choice. 
Yeah. <laughs> it may be a money issue, though, so I don't know. But, yeah. Hopefully. You want to be blood when you go oh. Yeah. Do you want to be cool or do you want to be a baby? <laughs> Which would you prefer? Shame him into buying one. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm hoping. Cool. I'm Wait, hoping. but this one comes in red. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, that and Ghost of Sparta. That's like the other thing that I All right. played my brains out on that one. All right. Well, I'll 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 kind of go backwards here a little bit. Uh, this just showed up on the doorstep today. I got to play for ten minutes, but uh, Activision sent over Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2011, and it comes with this huge gun, like an actual gun, looks like a shotgun, but it has a stock and everything on it. But it's PlayStation Move compatible, so I threw it in right before we started recording, and uh, gotta say, it, it's, it's like first impressions, pretty damn good. The graphics are nice. The move support is really well done. It, it you actually play with the nav controller or the dual shock move around, so it's not like Big Buck Hunter, which I was hoping for. You know, just stuff. You know, whatever. You know, the static screens or whatever. But um, it's actually like a hunting game, but but it's got a story. <laughs> so I was telling you guys, you know, before we started recording, that uh, it, it starts out and it shows you in this cave with all these dinosaur bones and everything. I'm like, what the hell is this crap? And it's like 1982. And there's three people walking around and they're talking about, you know, I don't like this. I think there's something big in here. And all of a sudden this huge like Wolverine thing comes out and starts mauling this one dude. And the other guy's like, run, 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 you know, and then it shoots to like 2008 or whatever. And, uh, it's you and your brother. And then this old guy who's your dad, I think. And he turns around and like one of his eyes is scratched out and he's got these big claw marks on his face. And and the kid's like, oh, we should have stopped and got a sandwich before we came up here. I told you we hunt the old fashioned way. No John, no eating. And I better not hear your cell phone. (laughs) Like, yes, (laughs) this is going to roll. So all I did was the target practice that's in it uh, because we had to record. But uh the move control is actually decent. It, you kind of use it like you would on a, like a kill zone or SOCOM, but you don't have to move the controller real far to the sides to get it to start moving. So you use it more like a mouse than anything else. Uh, but zooming in is really easy. So far, so good. But like I said, I, I really haven't played it enough. So, but I'm, I'm, this is cool that they sent this. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, honestly, because uh, already it's better than that other hunting game we have from them. That other Cabela game, uh, frame rate wise, is just way better already. So, yeah. Uh, and then this last weekend, uh, the the gamers only older guys did their makeup time for uh, Extra Life, so I went down there and hung out with those guys and played a buttload of East Othan Falgana. I uh, can't talk about it yet because there's an embargo, uh, but I played it straight for four hours. I'm playing an action RPG for four hours straight. I guess read into that as much as you want. Review will be up on the on the site on Monday, uh, so we'll get that up. Also played a bunch of Dead Nation, <clears throat> which. You know, we talked about it last week. I put my impressions up on the website as well. I'm going to try to get a video up there tonight uh, if I got time. And then uh, I actually played Gears of War 2 with Scott. (laughs) He wanted to play his split screen co op and everything, so we're playing it. And I go through the beginning, and I'm like, man, I've been through this five times probably now. So I'm telling him where to go. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got over there. Okay, now you got to go over here. And I thought that I would get sick of it and want to quit. We got to the point where you get to that little beat up town after you ride those big rolly movers yeah. whatever 
And and Scott's like, I've had enough of this. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I quit. I'm like, what? Wait, hey, you quit before I did. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? So, yeah, played a little bit of Gears 2. I still don't like that game. What else did I play over there? Uh, I played a lot of Rock Band 3. Uh, it showed up a day early, so I played a lot on Monday night. It is really good. Uh, we we had a thing. We were, I, I thought we were going to talk about the news, even though I said it was wrong now, but... There's a lot of problems with the uh, Rock Band 2 import, which basically isn't an import. Uh, you put your code in, they give you another code, and you put it in, and you download your songs from Rock Band 2, minus five songs. Uh, which sucks, because there's two on there I really wanted. Oh, but, uh, Chili Peppers and Soundgarden. Dude. Well, actually, there's more than that, then, yeah, because uh, I really wanted the ACDC song also, Let There Be Rock, and there was another one, too. So it kind of sucked that those, those didn't come over, but... Uh, Today, we were talking about this, because I never emailed EA. I, it was funny. I put the code in last night, and I got a Lego Rock Band unlock. And I'm like, all right. And it was free. I was like, well, maybe this is just what they use for Rock Band 3 for some reason. So I I installed it and went to my Rock Band 3, and nothing happened. I'm like, ah, F it. I'll just take care of it tomorrow night. Yeah. So I was at work today, and I got an email. And they're like, oh, hey, you might have put your Lego Rock Band thing in. That was wrong. Here's the here's the code you need. So I got home tonight, put it in. Sure enough, there's my download for all the Rock Band 2 songs. But it was funny because Joel got the same, like a similar email, and, and we were reading them. And they were pretty similar, but his doesn't have a code. But then you said that you actually emailed them, right, Joel? Yeah, um, I tried using my code, and it didn't work. It said yeah. this code's invalid or something. Actually, last night... <clears throat> or not last night, earlier today, the website wasn't working. Like, I tried doing it this morning before I went in. Oh, it wasn't working it, last uh, night either. <laughs> yeah. So I finally got it to work, and I must have punched the code in like four or five times. And, you know, I don't think I've data entered it that many times wrong. So it's just not working. So I looked all over their website trying to find, you know, some yeah. immediate pop-up that says, we realize this is a problem. Here's what you do. I couldn't find anything. So I just sent them an email and just kind of explained what happened and hoping to hear back but i got like an automated automated email that just says hey rocker we know you're having problems but hang in there pal we'll hook you up hey, something rocker, like that that's right now go do some blow yeah. while you're for your song put some devil horns up on the tv <laughs> screen while you're waiting but i just thought it was funny that the the automatic email that you got compared to the one i got are so similar yet mine came with a code that just didn't make any sense <clears> to me but well whatever it's, it's because i didn't bitch that's what it is i'm telling you that's right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Although the squeaky wheel gets the grease, so wow, you're just special. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, like no, short I, bus special. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I forgot my helmet. I, I played it quite a bit on Monday, and and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there's so many STP songs now with that new pack and everything, and so I'm really happy. But I didn't realize how much I really like the soundtrack on three. Like. I thought there were only about 20-some songs I'd like, and I like about half of them. Like, really like about half of them. And I was singing, like, Sister Christian and all these 80s tunes. <laughs> I'm on the microphone, like, all skate, all skate, you know, just having a blast with it. But <laughs> the framework around the game now is so much better. I mean, it's just, I can't wait to play this with other people, because uh, uh, Scott did a nice little write-up today on their website over at GamersOnlyOlder.com about the four things that he really thinks sets that game apart, and it's not even about the Pro Controllers. And one of the things is, you know, people can drop in and drop out without uh, disturbing anyone else. And just a lot of the little tweaks, pretty much anything you do goes toward your, uh, your, your career now. So you don't have to go through all this stuff to try to build up your number of fans. You could play even quick play 
and that'll put fans toward your toward your ultimate goal. Uh, well, that's really nice. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, so it's really neat that they did it that way. You can actually hide songs you don't like, so bye-bye Bon Jovi. That I love. I can hide Sister Christian, for example. Fuck that shit. That's awesome. <laughs> no, bon Jovi, or the final yeah, countdown. Um, so I played a lot of that. I actually played with a Guitar Hero guitar that I just that we just came with the game, but uh, works with the rock band stuff. I, I use the SingStar mics, work great. Um, <clears throat> although I'm not really happy about what song is it? Allison Chains, and I think it's uh, uh, Grind. And they use this alternate version of Grind where he act- Lane Staley actually brought his voice up a little bit and sang it more than anything else. Because mm. Grind, he doesn't really sing; he just kind of. And I was used to the album version, and all of a sudden I'm like, why the fuck am I so far off on this vocal track? And I let it just play so I could listen to it. I'm like, oh, they're using this alternate version. So that kind of fucked me up, but I'm loving it. I, I, I will probably be playing this a lot online. Uh, what else did I play? Of course, uh, the, the, the Killzone hype has begun. Uh, the Killzone 3 beta... I'm about seven hours into it. I'm having an absolute blast with it. I love it. I mean, there are problems with it, but that's why it's a beta. They patch it a couple times. But I've been posting videos every day. I actually got permission to post these videos uh, from Sony. And uh, roughly six to nine minutes, they all are. Uh, they're also up on the YouTube channel. Uh, look for PS Nation on, on YouTube. <clears throat> but if you go to our website, they're actually higher res. Uh, but uh, I, I showcase all three of the maps... Uh, showed off the mech play on the first map, and I also showed off a lot of the jetpack play. I wanted to get one up every day this week, but I don't think I'm going to have the time to record everything next couple days because of podcast recording and editing and everything, but I will put some more up. But, oh man, I am just loving the shit out of the beta, and I cannot wait for the full game. So, yeah, it's begun. It has officially begun. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Uh, Yeah, so badass. We had a couple of codes to give away. I gave a couple away. We didn't have a lot, so I apologize. I tried but they didn't really have a lot to give out because they wanted to keep it more specifically towards uh, PlayStation Plus and that kind of thing. So not much I can do about that. Uh, other than that, uh, some more Pinball Heroes, some more Pinball FX on the Paranormal table, which I'm really enjoying. i got to see if I'm still beating uh, Gruel's score. I'm not sure if I am or not. Uh, and he's talking to Pinball FX too quite a bit. He said they really fixed the physics, so I'll have to go over and check that out sometime as well. i got to plug my 360 in first. <laughs> Uh, other than that, a lot of Netflix, a lot of Netflix, my God, uh, watching the IT crowd, watching a shitload of Mary but Children over at Mark's house that weekend, and then of course we had our, <laughs> oh my God, we watched so much Mary but Children all night, and we're all drinking, you know, and it was, uh, Nine Volt's birthday, Nine Volt, and, uh, they stayed up until like 4.30 in the morning, I had to get up the next morning for the raffle, so I went to bed, but... <laughs> Hey, what do you think of that intro song? Isn't that off-putting at first? Oh, my God, that's terrible. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because they used to use Love and Marriage by Frank Sinatra, and they lost the license, so now they have this wacky 80s No way. Sitcoms. Oh, it's yeah, awful. It's, it's, oh, and I they didn't try even and, know that. They yeah. try and emulate, but it's... I've watched a lot of them, too, and to be honest, after about the 20th time, you sort of get over it, but... It's really weird at first, it's, and it almost kind of spoils it. I mean, it's a great show, but just that, you'd be surprised at how much that that one song intro, how much that means. 
to the oh, actual start to show off. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Having it not there is it's really strange. But so where are you, Glenn? I started in season one. I think I'm on season okay. two now. Did you start <laughs> start at the beginning or what? We were jumping all. You got to remember, by the time I got over to their house from because uh, they went out for dinner. Uh, Jesse and Nine Volt and Mark went out for dinner, and I stayed over at Scott's uh, while they were doing Extra Life. <clears throat> So they said they got home and everything, and I'm like, all right, I'll head over. And by the time I got there, they were already drinking and everything else. So I'm sitting there. Jesse and I are sitting there pretty quiet, and they're like, no, you got to find the episode that has this. No, you got to find the one that has this. And for like 20 minutes, <laughs> they're like, no, no, you got to do this. So they wanted to find the one where Al's trying to find the name of this song that hmm, hmm, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... So you're trying to find it on the internet, and, and I'm eating dinner, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to eat dinner, get my phone out, look it up on Google on my phone, and find it before you assholes find it on, on, on Netflix. So they finally found it, and we watched that one. Then we had to watch the Weenie Tots one, where <laughs> Kelly wants to be the Weenie Tots girl, which is fantastic. Then uh, the one where Bud starts doing Grandmaster B, which reminded nice. us of someone that we know. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, uh, then we watched all three episodes when they went to England to Lower Uncton, uh, which that was some funny shit too. But just, I mean, we were just watching these random episodes, especially from like four, season four, five, and six. Those were really. Did you watch? Did you watch the Alien one? No, we didn't get to. I, I think they watched it after I went to bed because we were going to watch that one. I love that one. His face. Yeah. His face. Every time he turns and the aliens are there, and then he turns back and they're gone. And he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great show! And I think they've got they've got to have all the seasons on Netflix now. I, I'm pretty sure they do. Because I got a lot of them. them. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so four, it. five, and six. That's that's where the the best ones are. That's the bandwidth right there. Yeah, I think Steve. Well, no, I don't. Want, I wouldn't say those are the best ones, but those. I mean, that's kind of where they start really hitting hitting the wheelhouse with <clears throat> yeah with Jefferson. But once and, they brought in once they brought in that little kid. What was his name? Six. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Thank God. I have trouble watching those but yeah the ones when Jefferson really came in and started to hit a stride that's oh. th- those were like the the golden that was the golden age of married with children as far as I'm concerned I just love what they did with Jefferson you know as yeah. the series continued on when No Ma'am came around and everything else and all of a sudden Jefferson like used to be a spy and all this other crap so it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't just about him being a con man with the whole Lake Chickamacomico thing it was, you know, all this yeah. other stuff where he was a CIA agent and, you know, he had all these code words. And uh, then Officer Dan is, is more involved with, with No Ma'am. And, I mean, just all that stuff. That show was so damn good. And then they treat yeah. it like dirt when they get rid of it. I mean, they literally just kick it to the curb. Didn't tell anybody it was going away. <clears throat> Didn't give him a, a goodbye episode. Nothing. Just dropped it. Yeah, that's just like the same thing they did to Futurama and yeah. Family Guy and all sorts of other shows. But, I mean, Married with Children oh, was literally Fox. the first show Fox ever put on, on the air in, in terms yeah. of a network. They didn't even have a full yep. network. They just, like, we talked about this a few times already, but yep. it's so weird that, you know, we are here probably because of Married with Children, yet, eh, fuck you guys. So, but it's great to see Ed O'Neill on Modern Family because he's awesome on there, too. He's really good on that show. So, uh, trying to think if there's anything else. I think that might be it because I've been playing like nonstop Kills on Three. Like every night, I've been playing that. Um, you know, I downloaded all the demos for this week. I haven't even touched them yet. So it's been Rock Band Three and Kills on Three and <laughs> Week of the Threes, yo. So yeah. All right. Uh, break time, huh? We come back with that interview. 
Oh fuck yeah we yeah uh, actually how about that we'll, we'll... <laughs> you didn't put it on the list damn it <laughs> see what happens when it's not on the agenda I, fucking, I miss it God that's damn. awesome <laughs> all right well how about this we're gonna go to the interview with Stuart Gilray from Just Dead Water jeez and uh, we'll bring you back Stuart's, <laughs> Stuart's listening to this episode like where the fuck am I God what, damn it. what just happened uh, see I get so focused on shit and I'm looking right at it uh, I've been doing this for a long time this way assholes anyway uh, so we'll do the interview here and uh, we'll get just go to the break right from the interview but uh, we're, we're talking to Stuart Gilray obviously if you've listened to the show at all you know who this man is uh, from Just At Water they, they are the people behind the much overlooked gravity crash for the PS3 and the PSP and they are now working on a remake of the Xbox game Stranger's Wrath uh, from the Oddworld universe. So he comes on to talk a little bit about that, and then we just go off on these humongous tangents. That's why Stuart works so well on this show. So give it a listen, and when we come back after the break, Joel's review of NBA 2K11 and Josh's review of God of War Ghosts of Sparta for the PSP. joined by our good buddy and longtime guest, Mr. Stuart Gilray from Just Add Water, and I uh, figured we'd get him back on the show to... to I think we're going to talk about Stranger's Wrath, I'm not sure, but... And Gravity Crash, maybe, but I'm sure it's going to go way off tangent, you know, and everything else, so... Welcome back to the show, sir. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's like morning for you almost, isn't it? Almost? It's 1 a.m. Oof. Well, we'll we'll try not to keep you up too long, even though we know it'll happen. But uh, nearly bedtime. An hour and a half for bedtime, just fine. Yeah. So you kept saying that you wanted to call in when we were doing our extra life marathon, even though I kept telling you that we couldn't take calls. <laughs> no, you said you you said you couldn't take calls on Skype. Right. That's what you said. Well, but... you couldn't take calls. There's a difference. All right, so you I got was, me there, Gilray. I'm, think, oh, I, I'm thinking, okay, there's a, there's a number. I can dial the number and charge $1,000 a second and speak to these guys. <laughs> but no, no, no. Not even a reply saying, dude, there isn't a number. There's just no reply. I don't even know if I saw it because you, you just get into this zone. What do you mean you, you saw right? it? There was four or five requests. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a number, I'll call in. He was playing a first-person shooter, so yeah, he does I was not many get distracted. shooters. And, uh, yeah, I saw the- yeah, and apparently I was playing games that I wouldn't remember the next day. <laughs> oh, Gravity Crash? <laughs> no, no. I did play that. Actually, I played that early in the day, and I, I, I got farther than I've gotten in that. Uh, Which version? PS3? That PS3? was the PS3. Okay. I, I was, my PSP, unfortunately, that entire week was exclusively resuve, res, reserved for God of War Goes to Sparta, because I had to get through that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I once I got finished that Gravity Crash PSP went right back in. Of course, because that's my go-to game on the train. Hell yeah! Yay! It's a How far game. have you got? Uh, to that one level where it's all just lines. <laughs> oh, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably see. My thing is, I kept restarting. I didn't want to continue because I was like, "Ah, that's cheap. I'm not going to continue. I'm not going to continue." And I am obsessive about getting every last little thing yes, on yes, every yes. level. 
So yeah, I never got too far, but then I started continuing <laughs> just cause I wanted to see how far I could get. Uh, I at least got to the second, uh, solar system. Okay. So that was a big thing for me. I finally hit the second solar system. I was like, wow, this is awesome. All right. I, I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> Three more to go. Yeah. Well, you, you, but, know what, you know what you can also do to not have to continue in the game is maybe stop sucking. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But, I mean, there's no chance of that happening. Well, that's you know. true. This is true. Oh, you never know. Divine intervention one day. <laughs> Just the right amount of Mountain Dew, pizza grease, and, uh, yeah. Cheese. <laughs> Once I figure out that cheat code, I'm all good. <laughs> oh, okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, I see what you tried to do there, Josh. Yeah, we didn't put one in. <laughs> How the hell? You make a retro uh, game like that, and you don't even put a cheat code in. Well, we've had the Konami code in there. And then we were oh, told right. to take it out. That's right. It's uh. never been talking about that. <laughs> Oh crap! That's yeah. funny. So, so, so you're doing this remake of uh, Stranger's Wrath? <clears throat> yeah, so we're having huge fun doing it, which is absolutely awesome. We've, I mean, I think the last time I spoke to you guys about it, we literally just started on it, um, and some of the stuff that our art guys are coming out with for the update is just—I I sit and I look at it and I just go, oh. "Well, the pictures um, you've been putting up on the website look really yeah. kick-ass." I mean, the original plan was to go, I think, for the main character from, like, 3,000 polys on the, the Xbox equivalent all the way up to, like, nine nine 9,500 on PS3. And then we just, one day we went, nah, let's just go for 20,000 on PS3. Um, so the PS3 version of The Stranger is um, literally about 10 polys underneath 20,000 polygons. So looking wow. sweet, normal maps, yeah, gloss map, um self-shadowing, all nice things like that. Wow. And you're doing this all yourself? Personally, yeah. All, all my soul. You feel like Swordfish, you got all these screens all over the place and like three keyboards. And you, You've been to the office? I've, I've seen pictures. <laughs> I, I saw okay. an uh, artist's rendering of it. Yeah. Now we've got a, a great guy called Anthony Ward who's just staggering. I mean, yeah. Um, we just leave him alone. And every couple of days it goes, new stuff. We go, really? Let's have a look. And you go, oh, nice. So <laughs> we just, he just finished up with all the, the critters and ammunition. You, you, you guys know what the game is. You've got, instead yes. of having bullets for, you've yeah. got little critters that talk to you and stuff. Um, all, yeah, they're really nice looking things. And he's, every couple of days he said, new critters done. And you all go, look at it and go, wow. Because yeah. he's, he's stuck some real fur on a couple of them from before. It was just flat polygons of texture. Now it's, yeah. Right. Really, nice fur looking stuff. So yeah, like little pointy ends to it and everything to make it yeah. look like it's clumped up for yeah. yeah, yeah, and matted and stuff. And when they, when the, especially the, the fuzzle character when, or the critter when he gets his teeth out, they look like real serious teeth now, as opposed to triangles before. And that, so. that's the picture you put up before, right? That's the one that you put up yeah. your first. Yeah, I, I think we were the very first actually. Movie. Yeah, the, the very first one we put up was the main character. Um, so now we've got, you know, there's, there's the chip punk, which is a great little sort of chipmunk style thing. He just he's, he argues with you and stuff, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fire me! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he, just this little scream gets quieter, it gets away, and then you, he, when he lands on the ground, because that character, what he does is, when you aim it at the ground somewhere, he sets off like a 
a sound comes out of him and all, all the baddies in the area go up to him to find out what the noise is and he starts arguing with them and goes yeah you come here I bite your ankle <laughs> 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 little things like that it's just really nice and kind of funny and stuff so yeah awesome mm. and art, the rest of the art wise stuff we're doing we weren't originally going to change the environments too much and we're still not in some respects we're doing a lot of um uh, stuff to the environments in real time as opposed to changing the artwork assets. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're doing some stuff at, when, the, when the game rendered to smooth out edges and stuff. So instead of like a, a box being box shape, it's going to have like curved edges and things to it Ooh. a little bit. So real time tessellation, I've been told. So, <laughs> uh, so that's kind of cool. And hoping to get some nice normal maps on, on the environment as well, which would be really nice. And also um, uh, self-shadowing on some of the other stuff in the game too, so which would be kind of cool. Because only the stranger had self-shadowing previously. So. Oh, okay. Well, and I guess the big question is, I mean, how awesome are the minecarts in the game? Oh, you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one, we, one of the trophies, I'm not going to give it away. One, well, I am going to give it away. One of the trophies is to finish the mine section without dying, so. Oh, hey, here we go. <laughs> it already works. There you go. Hey. So that's gonna be cool. <laughs> I think. I think. We've, I think we've called it. We might have to change it. The current name for that trophy is Indy would be proud, or something oh, like that. Yeah. So, maybe a bit worded. Like, uh, we'll, we'll have to give you some some lines that that point back to us because we're so awesome. We should be in the game. Oh hell yeah! Hurry up. <laughs> uh, actually, one thing we. Uh, I kind of every game I work on, I try to get some connection to bands like Rush or Primus in there. Right. And in the trophies, because we've got the fuzzles in the game, right. um, there's a Primus album, um, Frizzle Fry. We've, we've got Fuzzle Fry as a trophy. Nice. nice. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you'd uh, appreciate it. I mean, how, mu- how much of the original game are you using, though? Are you going to use the same soundtrack, same voices? Are you doing new right. voices? Right, here we go. Right. Well, this, this, is, this is kind of taking me off a little bit, but one of the things we've um, when we've not changed or touched or anything is all the animation data. The animation data we're using is as the original was done, uh, and the animation system those guys used five years, six years ago, it's got a thing of the if your game runs at a higher frame rate, it smooths out the animation frames. So there seems to be more frames in it. Oh, wow. And if you if it's slow, if you got really terrible frame rate, then the the system automatically knocks out and frames so it doesn't look like it's killing the processor anymore um so of course we're running at full frame rate so these animations look absolutely staggering but so we've 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 not touched the data the data as it was originally was for those things the company we've licensed the system from wanted us to pay twice as much um because it's ps3 rather than xbox and we're like but we've not used the data we've not used your tools we're just using that the pure data as was from the Xbox. They're like, oh, but you still have to pay the full $30,000. And I'm like, no. And then, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. So we, we won that argument, though, which is cool. So anyway, nice. but um, things we have changed. All the dialogue was like 11 kilohertz quality, 8 bits Ooh. in some cases. Yeah. It's now either 22 or 44 at 16 bit throughout. Um, the music as well was... A, a, I think it may have been 22 before. It's going to be 44 now. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we've kind of given an idea that the data footprint for the audio previously was something like 600 megabytes. It's now just, just over a gig. Wow. Which for 
PS3 is not a problem. But um, as you may have seen in other things in the press recently uh, relating to the game, we were looking to do it on other platforms. Um, but they can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're still talking to the people in Redmond to see what we can do, so we'll find <laughs> well, okay here's a left field question then um have you you guys have played move obviously have you played connect yes what did you think yeah <laughs> laggy as hell <laughs> really i would never have guessed not compelling yeah laggy as hell and i'm still waiting to see the game that'll make it worthwhile it's isn't that dance central from the the uh, um you know, I think that game cheats a lot. I, I think that because you're not actually seeing how it's reading you, that I think that game cheats a lot to make it look like you're doing better than you actually are just so you stay in the game. Right, okay. I mean, you've seen that with other games, too, when we were watching yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that stupid rafting game. I mean, it, there'd be two people playing it. One person would jump, the other one wouldn't, uh, wouldn't jump. And the thing would still jump up in the air and float around and everything else. I mean, the, yeah. the game is cheap because you're so focused on making sure that you're doing the moves that you need to do. You don't really realize that certain things are and are not happening. Yeah. You notice, yeah. well, yeah, you notice it more when you're sitting watching somebody else do it. Yeah. And then it becomes, things become obvious. But Really? Yeah. Wow. I just can't yeah. wait to do Pilates with it. <laughs> That's a vision I would love to see. Uh, You'd go blind forever, sir. Um, From humoristic point of view, I would do. (laughs) (laughs) Can't make fun of me. Yeah, I, I really, I want to see something that actually is compelling in there. You know, because they, it's funny when they talk about it and they talk about how you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, and I'm like, yeah, but can you walk around an environment? No, (laughs) or if you can, how can you? I haven't seen a way to get anybody around an environment at all. Right. You know, it's a lot of jumping and flailing and but you can't really you can't really move around an environment. Well, the other thing that really struck me was um, just just in watching people play it. But, you know, you're like, man, even if I had some buttons, this would work a lot better. And now. You know, for a long time, they kept saying, oh, you are the controller. You are the controller. Now, about a month ago, Kudo came out and says, oh, no, we're not saying that you can't use a controller. There'll be some games that you'll use the controller, too. I'm like, wait a second. Doesn't that kind of defeat the entire purpose of what you've been trying to sell us for the last year? Yeah. And then, add insults injury to the customers, they said this week that, that each unit will sell for a profit. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. releases hardware day one that sells for a profit? It's uh, just- Nintendo? Yeah. No, I, I, I it, it's funny too with all these these stories of oh they're selling out at Amazon and they're selling out here. Who knows how many units they're actually providing up front though? I, I really highly doubt that yes. they're shipping a lot of units. Yeah, not a hundred. What's it? Hundred and forty nine bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was on Oprah. It was on Oprah now. So that, that's all exactly the women what are I was going to say. Yeah. I, I said that. I think I said that on on that other podcast <laughs> like a, when they announced it a year ago I said you know what it kind of looks dumb we don't know what's going to happen but I guarantee they're going to get it on Oprah and it's going to sell like mad yep. because all those women that watch Oprah are going to buy it for Christmas no they got given for free didn't they 
Well, yeah, <laughs> they, Oprah, yeah. yeah, but everybody at home <laughs> watching it, they're all yeah. going to buy it. And like the Wii for a lot of people, you know, they'll use it for a week and then never yeah. again. Yeah, it's going to be the the miracle diet pill. Everyone's going to see it as, oh, you can lose weight and it's fun. Well, you know, go out and buy that. And yeah, right. I, yeah. That, yeah, I read something yesterday that was quite funny about diets. And some guy said, if, if put food in your mouth, if it tastes good, spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I heard that that uh, you know that that the Gravity Crash theme. Actually sold pretty well, and and personally, I think it's because of that awesome preview video that you used. I, I think you're probably right there. Um, uh, some guy called Glenn Perchel, I think, provided that for us. <laughs> I think that's you, sir. There we go. I don't know who that is. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. some fat guy that doesn't know what he's talking about. No, I don't think it's him. Yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't <laughs> really say that. Well, we've, I mean, what we've been told that it's probably got the highest attachment rate for any game-based dynamic theme. To the original game selling, so it's um, freaking crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it surprised us. Surprisingly enough, because of that, we're we're doing new things. We're doing a, a Stranger's Wrath dynamic thing. Ooh, awesome! Which will hopefully be out February, March time. Um, we're, going, we're basically doing a whole bunch of Stranger PS3 stuff, um, other than the game, obviously. <coughs> we're doing avatars, wallpapers, regular theme, and dynamic theme. So what we'll do is we'll throw out the avatars there and we'll stick out some free wallpapers and we'll stick out a free theme and then we'll stick out the dynamic theme for a couple of bucks over the prices on um, PSN. Nice. And then the following month you'll have the game. So, And the guy who did the, the Gravity Crash theme for us is doing the, the one for Stranger. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, hopefully the people who got the Gravity Crash one, this looks awesome. We'll also think awesome for the Stranger's Wrath one. That's actually still one of my favorite themes, just because there isn't too much going on in the background that makes it hard to even see the X and B. But uh, it's dark, which is really nice for the X and B as well. And, yeah. and the, the icons you guys use are, are very—you know—they pop out quite a bit. They glow. Like. Yeah, they're a bit yeah. disco, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> a bit, but yeah, I'm old, so <laughs> we know. Um, the, I mean, the nice thing about the, the theme, as you said, is because a lot of the themes of the, the they, they cycle quite quickly so you look at it for a minute and it's, you see the same thing again after a minute or two minutes it just repeats 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 yeah. the gravity crash one I think takes 18 minutes to cycle round okay. so it's not like it's you know oh here we go again here we go again here we go again so <laughs> well that's I think the two biggest problems with a lot of the dynamic themes that are up are that cycling too quick and some of the sounds that they that they replace are just obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Just I, I did. Obnoxious. I, I redid the audio about five times for the themes. It's <laughs> taking me off. Something like, too loud, too quiet, too annoying. Ah, yeah. So. Sure. But the, 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 the stranger one would, might use the UI sound effects. Um, again, you know, to keep in with it, but I don't know. Cause they're kind of like in your face a little bit. You know what you need? And, Go on, and, tell and me. You could, you could. This will sell themes like crazy, especially to the ladies. Is toggle picture? No, no, even better. Okay. Have Joel do like when when it comes up to game, like the game section. Have Joel go game with his sexy voice, and women will just flock to it. <laughs> I think I'd okay. rather hear those. I'd rather hear those creatures. Put the game in. 
like taunting you. Hey, that's an idea. Seriously, that was a proper idea. I have a word with my man who recorded the voice originally. They say, can you just do me some new lines, please? Like, Josh, yeah. he's trying to steal our job away from us. He is. No, you offered a community service, so hey, I'm just taking up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So, actually, I had a question about uh, with Stranger's Wrath. Do you, do you have any plans for anything in home yet? Uh, not directly, but it's mainly because I'm not convinced by home yet. Oh, but they've got this I mean, community but, theater with this awesome yeah, PlayStation thing. Do <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I, seriously, I go into the US home platform more often than the European one just so I can watch your your piece, sir. Oh, don't bullshit. No, seriously. I've gone into European home once in the past year, and that was to see the <clears throat> Gravity Crash event. Um, <laughs> but I've been into the US one what, every couple months or so just to see the, the wonderful, um, nice PS Nation stuff. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I even go and I'm being, I'm being deadly serious. I'm being deadly serious. So. Oh. Why, thank you. Thank you. Oh shucks! Oh, shucks <laughs> you can just repay us with some exclusive uh, strangers footage. No big deal. Oh, that means I have to make some first. Well, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that could show up in home. Mm. That'd be by nice. The, by the time you have footage ready to go, our website will have so much traffic. I mean, it's it's, oh. it's increasing and increasing and increasing. It's doing way better. And. And we will be so kicked out of home at that point. Oh, yeah, big time. I can't believe we're still <laughs> so, in there, to be honest. Can we, just, can we just, like, whoa back a bit then, guys? <laughs> Don't get kicked out yet. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's just here to use us, bastard. <laughs> no, 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 no seriously, seriously the, the home stuff, I'm, I'm still not convinced by it because, you know, the Gravity Crash launch event, which ended up being the Gravity Crash one month after launch event, um, That's right. Mm. Yeah, and it was Europe only. I don't even know if it was on the US no, version. No, it never came to the US. Yeah, why well, am I not surprised? Um, the, I mean, it, that really isn't Holmes' fault, though, Stuart. That's more of you know the people behind it and the PR people or whatever else. That's their fault for not being on top of things. Well, I mean, I mean yeah, I'll give you that. But the, the thing that that it was so uh, mentioned to us at the time was that um, it was the first home event to have the ability for you to buy the game it was advertising inside home right yeah you could buy merchandise so it was the first event you could actually buy the product from inside it and they sold a grand total of zero copies through it so uh, I, I, yeah so yeah. I, I, that's you because know, people in home only only go to spaces to check it out so they can get a free item really I thought they went because they wanted to dress up as guys and say hey you're a girl Oh, <laughs> you've got titty. Movies. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it, it's done us well so far. It, it's, you know, I, I think we've seen a lot of love from. Actually, I think we're still. At least I am very surprised, but at the, uh, at the amount of love we're seeing from from home and. Um, I, I mean, in due respect to home, yeah, I have, I've been on it since when did it when did it launch originally was it last year year before two years ago so i was on it the year before that i was on it since 07 since september 07 as a beta user um and it just came out of beta a month ago (laughs) that's still in beta isn't it Uh, i think it is yeah no i think it's still in still 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 listed as a beta yeah still yeah 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, I, it, that's three years, and I can see where they've improved some stuff, but it still looks, in some respects, exactly the same as it did three years ago. Yeah, the whole the whole the UI stuff has changed from the miniature PSP to now some arbitrary square PDA thing. Um, and when I went into it last time, there's all this I don't know weird XMB style thing, which I don't know where that came from. That was yeah, just, that's new. Interface, yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't overly keen on that. And then was it last Christmas? Was, was it Pi or XI or something that virtual reality game, augmented reality game they had? Well, they had the yeah, uh, yeah that one, and well, they've got sodium one, and then they had uh, uh, yes, there, yeah. I know what, what, which one you're talking about. It was more of like yeah. a little MMO type type thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that I can understand people liking that kind of thing, and this is point where the, the service come from because that is not what I I personally go for, you know. Sure. Um, and I think the the thing they have let down, which I know they promised is. Although they mentioned developers in the first place, was that we were able to use the the community theater, or not not one you use, but you know, like the the presentation auditoriums and stuff. Right. That you'll be able to use that as companies to launch events and stuff like that, and you know, mm, stream it yeah. live. And none of that stuff's happened yet. Um, and that's actually something that we we talked about to them extensively. You know, like doing a live yeah. show in home and everything else, and they just don't have the infrastructure for it. And and. That is, it is frustrating, and and you know obviously it's come along a lot slower than Phil Harrison kind of let on, and that poor guy, you know, he had to, he got up and showed everybody that thing, and I know he was really behind it, but at the same time, I think they bit off way more than they could chew. But compared to what it was even a year ago, I think they've made some really big strides this year, and I think part of that cool. is, is the people behind it, because you know we we deal with a lot of the people on the on the team behind home, and I, at least when, I when, notice you know that they're really you, passionate about it, and they're really working really hard on, on trying to get that stuff working. But. Do you mean the, the, the territory-based guys or the actual developers in, in London? No, no, the actual territory people here in the U.S. Okay, okay. Right, okay. Because, I mean, I, I know some of the guys in, in the London office, and they, they've, um, I think they themselves have expressed some uh, frustration that sure. things haven't gone as quick as they'd wanted them to go. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, you're right when you said you know, Phil announced it probably a year too early. Yeah, oh, some might say he did the same for Little Big Planet as well. You know, well, I think Little Big Planet did really well though, overall. Oh, hugely! Yeah, yeah. I mean, Little Big Planet was—I think they, they announced it two weeks after they'd signed the deal. Yeah, <laughs> and it was called Craft World <laughs> at first when they signed it up. Huh. So, there's yeah. some interesting trivia for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Home, home is weird. I mean, I hadn't paid a whole lot of attention to it uh until we got in there i'd been in in and out of there off and on and just kind of check things out but what surprised me is that i learned there's a really hardcore dedicated community yeah. in home that yeah. you know the people that are in there they're in there a lot and they yeah. love it i mean our inboxes on the on the playstation all three of us our inboxes got flooded after that first uh, episode went up, <laughs> and it's it's been like that. It's tapered off a bit as each successive one has has gone up. But <laughs> hmm. okay. especially after after they found out we don't work in home, which was oh, yeah, <laughs> that was part of it. Yeah, 
constantly asking us to help them get their friend unbanned or to help fix their console or yeah. to why didn't this download and uh, why won't yeah. you be my friend uh, yeah yeah constant friend requests even though our friends lists are full <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> hey ho well, if we weren't kicked up before, we're going to be kicked out now. All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> my, time, my, 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 my job here is complete. <laughs> uh, damn you, Stuart. Sorry. <laughs> well, since you can't tell us anything else that you're working on, what good are you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> How are the Blue Jays doing since somebody canceled my nice MLB feed? Hmm. Glenn. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I was piggybacking his MLB.com account on PSN. Well, we were, we were curious to see if it would work in England, so I gave it to him. And, and it like, did. Yeah, it, it was great, great, great. Shit. I watched it and watched the Blue Jays game. Shit. He's cancelled it. I did you a favor, <laughs> trust me. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've talked to you long enough. we we got to go and do our regular show here, sir. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. No, it's not a problem. As usual, I sidetracked it and filled your heads with nonsense for another few weeks <laughs> yeah, we, we can do that on our own so it's always fun when we can have a fourth person here to do that with us excellent so, well anytime guys yeah let, let me know when you can tell us more details and uh, we'll get you back mm. on to talk about it and maybe this time okay. you know we'll release the show before you jump the gun and release it on your website yeah that would be an idea wouldn't it it'll be about midnight okay I'll time it for one o'clock in the morning fine uh-huh. three in the morning uh-huh <laughs> Never mind. All right, <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> thanks much. Get get your ass to bed. I'm I'm sure uh, you need to sleep. And uh, you, you know I, we we know you're working feverishly on Stranger's Wrath and uh, whatever else you can't tell us about. So Ooh. yeah, keep your eyes open. Uh, what's the website? Because I know they want to get over there for the developers' uh, diaries. Well, we got our own one, which is uh, uh, Jaw Limited, J A W L T D dot com. Uh, and they're also, I believe, maybe Monday we're going to launch the new oddworld.com as well. Ooh. So that'll nice. be kind of cool. um, And we may do some cross population of putting the development diaries on there also. Oh, cool. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. All right. Well, everybody get up there and check it out, and uh, we'll have Stuart back on. Definitely talk more about Stranger's Wrath than whatever else comes to our minds. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks much, sir. No problems. Thank you. Bye. Thanks to Stuart for coming on the show. Uh, seriously, I love talking to that guy. He's he's just the best. So, and again, man, I wish we could play the stuff that we talked about before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah. But enough for me. Enough for me. Because it's Joel and Josh's turn. Eee, I don't have to do a review this week. That's so, right. uh, first up, Joel. I know you've been playing the hell out of this game, uh, NBA Two K Eleven. That's right. 
came back uh, came out back on October fifth, so I've been spending some time with it. I finally got the review up on the site, but uh, the reason I took a while to review it was there's a lot to this game. There's just so much to this game. I actually had to make a decision to just not do every single aspect of this, or I would never get to the review because it's just it's jam packed. So, I guess let me start right there. Uh, there. There's so many different game modes in here. Of course, you have your season. There's what's called the association, which is like uh, just a a more complicated season, you have more options or more control over the franchise. Then there's the online game modes. You can create your own player, similar to what you do in like MLB The Show. You can have your player get drafted through that. And I think there's even um, press conferences and stuff that you go through with your player, and you can respond differently, and you actually can sort of kind of shape the personality of your player. Is he going to be you know, a real nice, like studious guy in the press conferences, or is he going to be a big asshole? Practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. You Can know. you have your uh, posse answer the questions for you while you stand in the back with your sunglasses and baseball cap on? Exactly, yeah. And for $20, you can download a posse that you can... Oh, wait, that's EA Sports. I'm sorry. Getting sidetracked here. <laughs> so it's uh, NBA 2K11, for those that know. It's a long-running series by Visual Concepts. It used to be on Sega Dreamcast, I think, is where this series started, yep. kind of next to NBA 2K, which is also a new franchise back then. Unfortunately, the NBA franchise, for you know, obvious reasons, has kind of has piddled off. But the NBA series is still going really strong. Um, its prior competition, which will come out later this year, was NBA Live. So NBA Live, which is now NBA Elite, which coming later this year, these two games were really the market for the simulation basketball. And in my opinion, NBA 2K series has been, been a little bit more simulation heavy than NBA Live. NBA Live historically is, leans a little bit more on the arcade side of things. So NBA 2K11 takes up right there. It's, it's more of a simulation-style basketball game, and it does a hell of a job with it. The presentation is, is great. It's got, obviously, the full like stadiums for the teams and the players and all that, but just the presentation in general is top-notch. Halftime shows, similar to what we saw from 2K, the, the NFL 2K back in the day before it kind of went away, had just a fantastic halftime presentation. This game has that. What's even neater, though, is the end of the game. When you finish a game, there literally is a highlight reel for every single player in that game. And it's not just you know instant replays, which is typical, but it's the way they do them. It's a very high production value where they'll kind of zoom in on a player. The camera will rotate around them 360 as they do a dunk or as they do a steal color will change where all the players will go black and white and your player will stay color and just these really neat effects for for the replays so overall just the presentation in this game is great the the play-by-play is handled by kevin harlan who is a local guy for us here in wisconsin i have a lot of respect for the guy and then also yeah. clark kellogg um and they do a great job but what's really neat and again all this is all presentation specific is they talk through the storylines that are kind of going on behind the scenes so it's not just you know, here's LeBron James, and he passed it to Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade scored two points. It's, we're really looking forward to this season. It's going to be interesting how the dynamic is going to play out between these big three players, and they're going to Miami. And I wonder if Wade will take a backseat to LeBron, or if LeBron will take a backseat to Wade. They literally go into, like, some of this behind-the-scenes backstory, which is just, it really makes the presentation or the play-by-play that much more colorful and that much more interesting. It's not I just thought, your I, typical... I found myself falling into that every now and then, almost thinking like I was watching basketball on TV the way that it really flowed really well. I noticed that with a couple of games that I played. So I think you're dead on with that. 
and this guy was involved in the strip club incident last weekend, and <laughs> and then they go into that Pac-Man stuff. Man, making it rain. That's right. <laughs> Man's got to eat. <laughs> I heard that he just put twenty twos on his new uh, <laughs> his Yukon with spinners. Man's got to eat. <laughs> Anyway, on the on more on the presentation side, this game features Michael Jordan on the cover. And not only did he make an appearance on the cover, he's throughout the game, and the game really sort of revolves around Michael Jordan. So there is, um, immediately upon firing the game up, you're taken to the 1991 finals, game one, between the Lakers and the Bulls. And not only is Jordan there, but all of the retro rosters are present for those two teams. And as you play throughout, there's these historic Jordan moments that you can relive. There's 10 of them, and basically runs the gamut of his career. So it starts like in 85 when he's a real young player and goes all the way up to like the early 2000s or so when he stopped. But it literally Dude. has all those retro rosters throughout. Baseball? Do you get to play baseball with him? <laughs> no, no. Hey, even back then, he wasn't really playing baseball. <laughs> Oh, come on. There's an interesting rumor that to that, but we'll, we'll skip that. <laughs> oh, what? They're, uh, MLB 2K12? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a rumor or like a, a theory as to why he went to play baseball. Well, and and it has nothing to, there's nothing to do with him wanting to play baseball. Well, I mean, that's part of it. But the rumor oh, is, is that he was gambling heavily on, on basketball and then he got caught. Yeah. Stern came in and said, you are... We're going to suspend. We're going to get rid of you, or you're going to be suspended for a few years. So the rumor is he went to play baseball, quote unquote, for a couple of years away from NBA, and then came back. So, true or not, I don't know, but I digress. So you live through these ten, <laughs> these ten Jordan moments. All the retro rosters are there, so you get to play with Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, or maybe not Isaiah Thomas, but all these great teams throughout history. And those same players are then available in the other modes. So you can't play a season with the 85 Celtics or anything like that, but you can Aww. take you can take these players. Like this game has, as most of the NBA 2K series has had over the years, has a, like a, a game of hustle, a game of one-on-one. It has more of those street ball games as well. So you can take these players into that mode. You can play a game of 21 with Jordan, Bird, and Magic Johnson or... Jordan, LeBron James, and Andrew Bogut, which I was really having a lot of fun with, just kind of taking some of these big mouth, egotistical, arrogant, wonderful performing athletes of today <laughs> and put them, put them next to like Jordan and Bird just to see how they fared or beat the shit out of them, whichever comes first. Yeah, and Dennis Rodman, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's respectful. <laughs> That's right. And Vladdy. You know, <laughs> the worm. And I have to mention, with the retro teams, yes, the short shorts are present. Oh, God. Nice. Not huggers. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is just jam full of modes, and it's got a good presentation. I, for a simulation game of basketball, it'll keep you busy for a long time to come. But the big question is, how well does it play? Well, it plays really well. The, I wouldn't say it's as precise as like NHL 11. NHL 11, literally, each stick is each arm, practically. I mean, it gets down to the, just a precise level of detail with your control. It does. This game doesn't have that, but I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't really want to drive the lane and be able to switch feet and spin around and do all this crap to basically cheat the system like you could in NBA Live. This is just my opinion, but NBA Live was a little too arcadey, was a little too easy to drive the lane. 
this is again more simulation. You have to work for open shots. You have to run plays. Yeah. You know, pull a screen, get a guy open. So <clears throat> there's been some complaints I've heard about the dribbling mechanic and the fact that they kind of changed that up. But to be honest, I haven't really noticed any problems with it. I mean, you can do most anything you need to do except for, you know, get really fancy. A lot of that, the dunks and stuff like that are sort of just canned animations. If you get close to the hoop, it'll pull it off. But there's also a shot stick where you can sort of control your arms. But to be honest, I don't really use that. I'm more of a just kind of hit the button to shoot and that kind of thing. But there is more precision there if you're interested in it. I, I just don't think it's as precise as some of the other games that are out there. But overall, it's a, it's a wonderful game. Played the shit out of it. I, I gave it an A in my written review. Did you try and to I even said, move stuff at all? I did. Yeah, it works out pretty well. You know, I'm more of a controller guy myself for games like this, but pleasantly surprised at the move implementation. It, it works. Surprisingly, yeah. I, I, I was kind of shocked at how... I didn't how look does up how it work? Do it. What's that? How does it work? Do you, have the, do you use the navigation controller at all, or is it all just... Like, how does it work? No, that's the I, one I that I had it. a problem with, where I couldn't even use the nav controller. I had to use the DualShock. Remember? Uh, I was trying to use the nav, and it wouldn't uh, recognize it. Um, but basically... That's right. You don't have to dribble or anything, which I thought that would be really sucky if you had to... But to... It's mostly for the shooting. Yeah. And for the stealing, that kind of thing. For the jumping as well. So you kind of... If you're holding it like a flashlight, you flick it up to jump. Uh, to, to shoot, you do a shooting motion, and honestly, like I said, I had a higher shooting percentage using the move than I did the button because the timing's a little bit different than what I'm used to. But, I mean, you move around with the dual with the dual shock, and, and you still use the triggers for stuff, uh, but you're using the buttons and everything on the move controller. It, it, it works. I mean, I, I don't think it's perfect, but it does work. It, it's not... Honestly, I could see playing the game like that. It's not some... Some kind of you know off the cuff. Oh, let's just throw a move into it. It actually does work. So it works way better than the DualShock support. What last year or the year before? Um, the yeah, problem I'd I, say it's very it's competent. It works. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the other <clears> thing I was going to bring up, Joel, was what were your feelings about you know between plays or not really between plays, but like between quarters or when there were timeouts when they would have these things coming up like hey, here's some upcoming games in the NBA and you can't skip it. During so, the what, like, like during, during the, the halftime and and between quarters that kind of thing or not between quarters in the halftime, and when there were timeouts they would go off at least when I was playing it it would go off because it's it's all tied into the NBA and it's got the live rosters that they've been doing in the two K games and it would go off and it would show like here's the upcoming games in the NBA that you might be interested in and it shows all this crap and I just want to get back to the game and no matter what I did I couldn't skip them really yeah well I know in between like quarters and stuff like that they have a splash screen that comes up and it goes through some of that stuff you're talking about but and i should mention this typically when you like when you want to simulate pull your different players in off the bench for example you have to go through your pause menu you have to go to the substitution screen switch the players in and out unpause it and then next time out those players would go in now what they've done is they put this really nice interface sort of in that that uh, splash screen the screen that you're mentioning glenn yeah. So I would use I would use that time to check my roster, see if players were tired, if I needed to bench anybody. Of course, there's the whole auto bench system or auto substitution, but that screen had a lot of the strategic coaching strategies or coaching elements kind of behind it. 
So as as that was going on, you could go and check some some stats or um, change up your your coaching strategies or double team LeBron or whatever strategy you wanted to apply. So I was off doing that stuff at the point you were trying to get to the next screen. So it didn't bother me at all. And actually, I really appreciated the fact that there was this sort of front-end interface that wasn't all clunky like a pause menu. Of course, you can still go in the clunky way, but just to have that pop up. And it actually would say, you have auto substitutions turned on. Would you like to bypass that for a minute and make a change? It's like, sure. You know, and then you pulls up your your roster and you can take some guys off the bench or interchange guys out. And that's also a nice thing because in the past, if you have auto subs on and you try and substitute a guy, you know, it like taunts you. Well, you can't do that. It's auto subs. Right. You know, switch it, switch it to manual and then we'll let you make a change. You know, <laughs> so change a guy in and out. You had to first go switch it to manual, go make the change. Then you switch it back to auto, which is what I typically do. Cause like, I don't really, sometimes I, I want to take control. Other times I don't. And this gave me that ability. It was auto until I said override. It would let me override it. It would stick with those players until they got tired, and then auto would kick back in. The old days, you turn manual on, you make your changes, you turn auto back on. It's like, oh, yeah, we don't like all your changes. We'll put these other guys back in. And they do that like two seconds later. This lets you kind of ride it out. So, yeah, cool. good question, but yeah, that didn't bother me at all. That. It was kind of weird. You know, check out the heat playing the jazz in december it's like it well, yeah, was yeah i don't care about that i don't care about that <laughs> <laughs> oh you care but it's, but it's a great game if you're looking for a, a good basketball game this is it i mean they've they've got so many years experience and they, i honestly they're it shows it's kind of like mlb the show you know it's not a lot of new stuff every year but they've gotten so good at it and it's so polished it's the, the best that's out there for that specific sport. Yeah. Cool. So, and it's not, and it's not just that this is the only one available, go buy it. It's actually a good game. Yeah. No, I didn't have, like in prior years, I could play live and then play this and compare and contrast. Obviously, Elite's coming out later in the year, so I really don't know, you know how Elite <laughs> is going to compare you to this. I think it's coming out I still later really think we're not going to see an Elite this year. I think it's going to just yeah. hold off till next year. It could be. Yeah. I'll go out on a limb and say this is going to be a better game. Just it's the pedigree. It's got the same development team for years and years and years and years. It's, it's a great game. Cool. All right, Josh. The game that I really want to finish, but uh, I was a good boy and sent it off to you. Well, it's on its way back to you. Oh, Don't worry about it. Cool. Actually, I think My I got to send it to Joel now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm next. <laughs> My pre-order is on its way from Amazon, so nice. I I did order it because of all the extra junk that's coming with it, and yeah, I might have to do that myself. All right, so there is a written review up on our site, and I'm just gonna assume that everybody here listening hasn't read it because you're all lazy and don't like to read, like. <laughs> me reading is um, hard <laughs> but okay so let's go through this so if you're not aware of it it's set between god of war one and two and what you'll get is a much more personal journey uh for kratos and you'll start to get an understanding of why he is as enraged as he is at the gods. Um, you'll find out about his brother, his brother Demos, 
And you'll find all this out very early in the game, like within the first half hour of the game. You get a lot of backstory on that. And I think this is even in the trailers. Um, The gods came down and there was a sort of a prophecy or sort of a warning that the marked warrior would be the undoing of the gods. And when they come down and Kratos and Deimos are fighting each other, Deimos has the markings on him, the god of war, you know, the red markings that we associate with Kratos as the two of them are playing. And they take away Deimos. And they took the wrong guy, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you're on a quest because you find out he's not dead. He's actually alive out there somewhere, and you're going to find him, and you're going to tear up everything in your path doing so. I'm not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now... I know there were there were some rumors floating around, and there have been some people talking about you know, ooh, and you'll get to play as Demos. You don't get to play as Demos. Huh. That, that doesn't happen. Um, so don't expect that. Uh, really, it's it's Kratos on his quest to to find Demos. Now, well, you know, I mean, I don't want people going, but where is it? But I waited, and I didn't get to play as it. <laughs> Uh, yeah you don't really get to do that so uh the gameplay it's god of war you know it is what it is and it's pretty much the same as all the other god of war games that you played it's beautifully suited for the psp the the way they did um chains of olympus same type of thing same control scheme I love it. It yeah. works beautifully. But like I said, at Extra Life, I had been playing on the PSP for so long, you know, all week yeah. leading up to that. And then I sat down to play God of War 2 and I was completely confused by the controls because suddenly I have an extra stick and, you know, nothing was mapped the same way. <laughs> Circle dodges, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I got very confused by that. Um you know, so if you're just stepping into your first God of War PSP game, it'll take, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes to get used to, but you'll get the hang of it pretty quick. And it's really intuitive once you get it. Uh, they mapped the controls beautifully, really, yeah. uh, to the PSP. I think it works great. Um, this is Ready at Dawn, of course. The, the people who finished up God of War, Chains of Olympus, and sent their dev kits back in a big, yeah. big, how do you do, all over the internet. Uh, the there defines. they are. They're all packed up, and they're going away. And Yep, now they're back. Yep, and they've and said that they've this is their last game. Yeah. We'll never make a PSP <laughs> game again. Yeah. This time, we mean it. Yeah, which I think is pretty remarkable, because... This game looks... It blows the first one out of the water. Yeah. In how good it looks. I went back and I played the first one again, just to make sure, just to see what the differences were. The first one looks so much rougher. I. It's not a stretch to say it looks like a difference between a, an early PS2 game and like like a launch PS2 game versus God of War 2. Yeah. 
It's that big a difference. I agree. Wow. It, it's so much smoother, so much cleaner. The lighting is spectacular throughout the game. Uh, I mentioned in the written review, I didn't really notice Jaggies or any kind of aliasing anywhere in the game. Well, a lot of times you won't notice that on the PSP, though, just because the PSP screen, the pixels are packed together so tightly. Well, I went back and played Chains of Olympus, and I could see it everywhere. Oh, all right. (laughs) Because I thought about that. And one of my save points, I'm at the bottom of these stairs, and as I'm running up the stairs, man, it was a mess. (laughs) It, It stood out. Big time. Where I didn't notice it, maybe when I played Chains of Olympus, I thought at the time Chains of Olympus was the best looking game on the system. This is spectacular compared to that. It really, really is. That says a lot because Chains of Olympus looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And this blows it out of the water. It does. I was was blown away by the visuals the whole time I played it. Yeah, I, I... I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the in the written review, review as well, but I look at this more like, you know how you see most PSP games look sort of like a like a dumbed-down version of a PS2 game. Yeah. You know, not quite as sharp, not quite as... This looks more like a dumbed-down version of a PS3 game. It It looks that good. Yeah, it does. So, all right, so looks aside... You know, you've got your standard fighting, your standard move sets and everything with your um, Blades of Athena and all that. But you get some new weapons as well. Um, you get a Spartan shield and spear, which are pretty cool. You can use them. You need them in certain places to do blocking of fire and some other things. It's really critical at times. But the... The new magic and the new weapons that you get, they're really built for the gameplay that you're going to get into and the levels and areas that you're going to get into, like any God of War game. Um, They work really well in the environments that you're in. The funny thing is, one of the magic... uh, Which one was it? It was the Horn of Boreas, which... uh, (laughs) It does like a tempest of wind and ice and everything, and it'll freeze your enemies temporarily. I didn't even use that (laughs) throughout the entire game. (laughs) I like I was near the end of the game, and I'm thinking, what is this other thing that I'm not even? And I looked, you know, I looked in the menu, looked at the controls, and I'm trying to figure out what this is. And then I started using it. And I thought, you know what, I this this doesn't work for me. I'm going back to the other two because the other two are my favorites. <laughs> and I just stayed with them the whole time. I really did not use the that magic at all wow. throughout the entire game. And I didn't have a problem getting through the game. So um, it seemed, as I was playing through, I'll say that it seemed like they were sort of cheaping out in a way like, all right, you're only really going to Atlantis. Uh, you're briefly back in Sparta and you're making your way into death's domain. And I thought, well, that's not really many places to go, but there is a lot going on in each of them. And there's actually some, 
sort of varied environments in each of them. So it doesn't even seem, as you get deeper into the game, it doesn't seem like you've only been to like three or four places. Sure. Uh, because there really is that much going on in each of them. So, you know, it works out. Uh, they've said that it was going to be 25% larger than Chains of Olympus. It feels even bigger than that. Um, I think that the yeah, the first one took me about six hours or so, a little more than six hours to beat. This one took me over ten. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. And, well, nine between nine and ten, I'd say. And you didn't Josh um, it either. You actually played straight through it. I did. Yeah. Well, you can't with God of War. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Stuff. They really don't have a whole lot of places for you to wander. And I was trying to get through it pretty quick because I wanted to finish it as quick as I could. But yeah, I I really didn't spend any time backtracking or, or wandering around. You know, you can't in a God of War game, like sure. I said. But but yeah, it, it took me a good nine hours, nine, ten hours to beat it. Hmm. And I also didn't have a whole lot of, you know, you failed this, played again, you failed this, played again. One or two times I had to go, you know, through a battle over again, I'd say maybe four or five times before I got it because I I just kept screwing something up. Other than that, I was pretty much straight through the battles. Maybe I'd lose one once and then have to replay it and get through it. But, you know, so that didn't add to my time. It wasn't like it was taking me forever in any of these battles. The battles, (laughs) they are spectacular, I I will say. Mm -hmm. Because of the lighting and because of everything else that's been put into this game, you'll get the big boss battles, but you'll also get a lot of mini-boss battles along the way. You'll have to fight uh, sort of medium-sized creatures, I'd say. Yeah all along the way and you'll have some pretty pretty nice spectacular battles with them that that can go on for a little while and you'll need to take them down because they've got something you'll need to really continue throughout the level but I'm not going to I'm not going to give anything away there either one thing that I really so, liked about when I was playing it was number 1 it was so controllable for a PSP game that you could actually yeah. play with the, you know it, it was insanely controllable but also they don't cheap out just because it's on the PSP and you, you have all the same voice actors and you have, you know, Linda Hunt and you have all the other people behind it. Um, yep. And that was one of the things that really blew me away. And to, to hear that it's that long on a PSP, on the PSP is, is quite astounding, really. So I, I, I can't wait to, to get this and, and finish it, actually, because I, I was just really pulled into this game. So I'm, I'm really looking forward, especially yeah. after seeing what you wrote up. And my God, I mean... I knew I was having fun with it, but I w- you always worry, especially after the first two God of Wars, where, for me at least, there was always one section in those two games that just almost broke the game for me. You know, you just got to this point where you're like, ugh. And, you know, God of War 3, I really didn't have that. A lot of people had it when you got to that rock band section, but I didn't have a problem with it. But it sounds like this one, they've really kind of listened to what people have said about the other God of War games, and they've also kind of paid attention to what, what the other games have done. And this seems like they've kind of brought the best of both worlds for a change. Yeah, I really didn't hit any part in that game that felt like a chore 
or felt like it didn't belong or really felt like it slowed anything down. There are parts, actually, when you first get to Sparta, you can't run, you can't uh, dive or dodge or anything, you just walk. Right. And you walk through Sparta very slowly. And I was getting a little frustrated. I'm like, all right, all right, I get it, I see it. I, I just, <laughs> come on, I want to move, I want to move. Because <laughs> I was getting... Yeah, I was getting antsy. I was like, I, I want to, you know, I want to get back to battle. I want to do something. Kill, kill, kill. And, uh, but then I walked in and I found the uh, the brothel, and I went, okay, all right, I'm, I'm good. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pro tip: play through the brothel as many times as you can. Giggity. It's worth it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the like, the audio, like you said, it's. Linda Hunt, uh, uh, TC, uh, whatever his name, dude from uh, Final Destination. <laughs> He's which just blows me away every time that I realize that it's him. <laughs> um, yeah, it, all the voice acting that you'd expect is there. The sound is all you know the direct sound from the console versions of the game. All of it sounds great. The music is just beautiful throughout. Uh, it really, you know, it works with the game and works with the action that's going on in the game. And it'll ramp up and really get all, you know, bah, 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 when you're when you're really in the in the middle of a heavy battle and then just kind of tail off a little bit and, and slow down. And it's nice. It's really, really beautifully put together. The lighting effects and everything they do with that. King Midas. Everybody has heard that. I mean, that's been all over the internet that you you run into King Midas and, you know, this is the guy that everything he touches turns to gold. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome effect, especially when you're throwing him all over the place and he's clawing at the ground and he's he's touching things. And you can see, like, the the lines and just the little pieces of things that he's barely scraped up against and touched and all sure. that turn to gold. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else I can say about it. It is the best, the best action game. It's the best game period on the PSP. Wow. Uh, I can say that it's the best action game by far. It's a spectacular God of war game. Don't feel like you're getting, you know, cheaped out because it's on the PSP. This is a spectacular God of War game. And playing through it, if you've never played God of War, it's great as just an action game. If you have played God of War, it's it's freaking awesome because you get that story between 1 and 2. You get a lot more of the motivation behind Kratos, you know, as much as there can be. <laughs> he's a he's a guy that just is angry and he wants to kill the gods. Um but you find out more of why. And there's a lot of little things in there that that sort of touch upon stuff that happened in God of War 1 and God of War 2. So it's really neat to see that. Like, if you've played the games, you're going to notice it. You're going to see all those little, those little moments where they, they sort of give you the wink and like, ah, you know, you, you know what we're doing here. <laughs> So I, you know, I don't want to spoil exactly what they are, but you'll see it when you play it. If if you played one and two, you'll you'll spot it right away, 
and you'll just kind of go, ah, that's, ah, I get it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's neat. It's, it's really cool. You can see it's, it really was almost like a labor of love. You could see that they really put a lot into it and they worked from what I understand. They worked heavily with uh, Santa Monica uh, studio as well. Um, yeah, I think Stig actually got involved with the project a little bit, and uh, just to make sure that things kind of stayed on the path. And I, th- I think you see that when you play the game. It's it's one of those things where yeah. you can just tell, you know, that that this is a quality game up and down, left right. And you know, I played it for about two hours, and I never saw any little glitches, anything. I mean, this was just a solid experience the yeah. time I played it. Yeah, not a single bug, not a single glitch that I ran into at any point. Everything was beautiful. You get like a million save files, <laughs> so you can pretty <laughs> much, every single save point in the game, you can pretty much save in a new slot, and you're good to go, which is really nice. Uh, so then you can jump back into any point of the game if that you want. Uh, there are a number of things you can do after the game. Sure. See now, I have I've had a little problem with that because you're supposed to be able to go back and take a lot of these things that you find along the way, these these little artifacts sort of that you find along the way, yeah. and you know one will give you infinite magic, and one will give you, I believe it's Athena's owl that will go hunt down uh, hidden stuff around the level and point you to that and everything. Right. I can't figure out a way to make that stuff happen. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's... I think you do it through the extras menu. Yeah, I, I went in there, and I I can't quite get it going. I don't maybe, know maybe what I'm should, doing wrong. Maybe I should have sent you the manual. <laughs> yeah, that would probably help. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it with me, because it, it, it was just photo, it was, uh, photocopied. Yeah. So I didn't have the... I'm figuring, yeah, I'm figuring when I get the full version... Uh, you know, with everything that's in it, I'll be able to look that up and I'll be good to go. But for right now, I'm kind of stuck with, all right, I don't know what I can do with this now. I'm, I, I can't sure. make any of that stuff work. Yeah. There are some challenge modes and everything like that. Uh, there's a, an arena, which is kind of cool. And that was in the demo as well, sure. where you can basically set up enemies, uh, whatever enemies you want, uh, whatever level the enemies are at and everything like that, and just go in and practice. And just practice beating on things and practice different kinds of moves and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, practice your magic, all of it. So it's it's a beautiful game, you know. It's certainly the best-looking game on the PSP uh, by far. Um, so what you, you grade it? So what do you think? <laughs> a C minus. It's an A plus. No, it's it's absolutely an A plus. It's it's the best PSP game by far, action or otherwise. And you know, you're not gonna get a better looking game on the PSP, I don't think. It's a good it's a long game, you know, it's it feels like the full console version sure. of, of God of War. It's it's a big story. It's it's a very personal story for Kratos. It's emotional uh, in points. It's very emotional in points. You know, which was kind of surprising. But, well, I mean, God of War 1 was kind of emotional when you saw how he became yeah, what he yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. 
So, yeah, I mean, you, you've come to expect that type of thing. And, and they really, they don't skimp anywhere in this game. They really went all out and made it a full-on AAA title. So, it, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Flat-out awesome. Agreed. All right. Emails. Well, let's play the voicemail. Ooh. This is from last week, actually. This is the one I thought I had last week, and I had two of the same one. Because I suck. So, uh, I can't remember who this is from even, so we'll all be surprised together. Hey, PS Nation guys, this is Drake3791 on the PSN. I am wondering if you have had a review of Flow. I'm interested in getting it and want to find out more about it before I do so. Uh, y'all are doing a Great job at your job. I've been listening since, uh, I don't remember what. Keep up the good work. Bye. Wow. Yeah, we did a review of it, but I wouldn't recommend going to listen to it. (laughs) 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 It was actually on episode three. Oh, wow. Wow. Is Is Flo the same price as Flower nowadays? I thought Flo was like five bucks now. What's flower ten? I think ten, yeah, or eight. I think flower's eight. I might be totally wrong. See, I think flower. It's interest is way better than flow, and are very and is sort of similar Actually, as far as the play it, mechanic. If you're gonna get flow, get it for the PSP. It's really good. Yeah, on the PSP. it's pretty cool on the PSP. I was gonna say it's interesting that that voicemail came up because we've been talking uh, internally <laughs> at, at PS Nation headquarters. Uh, <laughs> that's good we've been kind of kicking around the idea and i think we're going to be doing it uh of going back and reviewing some older games at least for the website um doing written reviews of some older titles ps3 psn ps2 even and posting those up so, so you're going to you know, start maybe? paying me so I don't have to have my job anymore so I can do all <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's actually a good well, idea maybe? to fill up those old reviews because we've got a bunch of – we're doing a good job, I think, nowadays reviewing games and getting them up on the website. But there's so many games that in the past that just weren't written up. It's good to kind of go yeah. back and do that. And that's actually one of our writer's ideas. It was Bill's idea. I don't know. I'd like to hear yeah, what the so. audience thinks. Maybe people can write in and tell us. Is that, is that a good idea? Going and posting all those retro reviews. Tell us what game is important. You know, I really want to see something on this game. Like Flow could be a good one to <laughs> to write up. You know, uh, God, I have to go back and play it. <laughs> I've played, it for so long. I've played no. the PSP one lately, but yeah, I haven't played the PS3 one for a really long time. But uh, I mean, mm, the other thing yeah. you can do is you can definitely go to the RSS feed, and uh, there are a few. <laughs> There are a few episodes actually still missing from the feed, I noticed, so I should probably fill those in someday. Uh, eight I thought you did that on purpose. Or, no. Like, ah, no, this one we're keeping it, off. Hey, of trust me, if I was doing it on purpose, the first 60 would be missing. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to no. say the first six with Josh and I. Like, hey, yeah, no. Yeah, well, that too. I, th- I, th- I think I already No, know. it's the first 150. When did we come in? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> a yeah. while ago. <laughs> it's it's BM before Mark or after Mark AM uh, yeah or ball movement. it's about the same thing uh, no it, if you go to the RSS feed which you can find that on our website but it's uh, psnation.org slash podcast slash rss.xml 
Uh, and I use it on Google. Uh, if you go to iGoogle, you can set up RSS feeds and everything. And, and you can actually search because I have descriptions on most of them. I don't have it on Episode 7 for some reason, but most of them I have a description on like what's in the episode. And that's probably why I haven't filled in the rest because I have to go back into them and listen to them uh, to fill in the the, uh, the description stuff. And honestly, it's brutally tough for me to listen to this stuff. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I, especially the early stuff, I it, it's really tough for me to listen to it. So you can definitely check that out. Uh, but yeah, episode three, it's on our feed if you have iTunes or whatever. Uh, it's called Separate Channels because I fucked up. I was still learning how to do audio. I'm still learning now, but uh, it was funny because that one actually came out where I was in the right ear and Jared was in the left. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You could have pulled like a Beastie Boys maneuver. Yeah. You know, kind of like... <laughs> back and forth yeah. my name is Jarrett, and i'm glenn yo oh god hey. yeah well no it is it's the way it is i'm always on the right ear and he's always on the left on this one it, it's pretty so you could up. talk over each other and it would be a perfect match yeah well we pretty much like talked over each other all the time anyway because <laughs> i honestly i have never heard a single episode with him on it really uh, yeah well, it's part of your heritage, son. You should go back and listen. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I'm having trouble keeping up with all the podcasts I have right now. That there, and I am. I just fell so far behind on many of them that I've yeah. just about stopped. So there's no way I'm going back to those. I don't think. <laughs> God, we had we had Jaffe on on episode. Where are we at here? Like 41 or 42 or something. It was our first yeah, see, interview ever, and it was David Jaffe. That I might listen to, because I know that uh, Jared fucks up in that, right? Oh, yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. The, uh, All right. Uh, that's That That I might listen to. Who the hell was it? I gotta find it. Damn you. Yeah, I, it was really funny that night, because um, J- I, I was just talking to Jaffe off the cuff, and I'm like, hey, you should come on the show somewhere. He goes, yeah, whenever you want. I'm like, really? And I was I was nervous, a little nervous, you know. And I was talking to uh, oh here we go. Oh, that's Scott Campbell. Uh, I was talking to um, uh, Phil Kohler, who's now at, at uh, Game Informer. He was at One Up at the time, and I was talking to him online. I'm like, yeah, we're talking to David Jaffe, and I go, hey, you want to join us? And he goes, well, hell yeah! <laughs> Episode thirty two, <laughs> thirty two, January twenty eighth of two thousand nine. Wow. But yeah, that was our first like regular interview with with a developer, uh, Jaffe, and then like wait a minute, like, what? That's oh no, not that's the when right... I posted it. No, 2007. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude, there's no way it was 2009. <laughs> I oh, I fucked up on that one. No, 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 no. You know why? I fixed the interview because I found the re- I found the uh, that's right. Okay, so episode 32 came out October 26th of 2007, and that has all right. The that sounds in better. It. That is the interview in it, but then I release I re-released the interview later on in 2009. I found the audio of it, and af- that's after I learned all the audio stuff. So I cleaned it all up, and I, I just released the interview itself. So it's, that's out there actually. Ah, all right. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So, uh, oh god, yeah. So yeah, episode three. If you want to put yourself through some real pain, that's uh, what you want to do. <laughs> all right. Who wants to read the first one? I guess I'll read it. Okay. This is from <laughs> Panther X. God, I fucking hate you guys. Uh, how's it going, sleepyheads? <laughs> Glad you're all in one piece after extra life. 
which I must congratulate you on. No, we congratulate all of you. Uh, you invested 24 hours of your lives to help sick children. That's more than some healthcare professionals do who actually get paid. So, again, congrats. That's very true. I worked in a hospital for three years. Yeah, that's true. Actually, four years. On to my question. Black Ops is on the horizon, and I want to run something by you fellows. we got some good news about Black Ops Day, too. I must, however, bring up the very stinky Modern Warfare 2. You're grown here. Okay. Uh, uh, I will admit I bought it because it was the sequel to the best shooter I ever played and also because of the glowing reviews. IGN gushed at 9.5, praising the online and how balanced it was. Well, we all know now, at that time, it was far from that, which brings me to my question. Do you think reviewers owe it to their readers to update review scores based on online game experiences? I find it unfair and even lazy for reviewers not to update review scores based on ever-changing online experiences. This doesn't per se say, or this doesn't per se have to just reflect bad games, take uh, bad games. Take Mag 2.0 Upgrade. Uh, so far I've heard praise about how great it is, but the below average scores it got does not reflect the existing product uh, now and that, in my opinion, robs potential players of a nice game, thus stunting sales and hurting Zipper to some degree. Although Mag did pretty well. Uh, I know review scores aren't law, but to be honest, tons of people read them, including me. I take it, uh, I take it them, I take them with a grain of salt, and make my own mind up on. Make my own mind up now. <laughs> I think he got tired by the end of this yeah, email. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last last sentence. So I'm very interested in your opinions on this one. Thanks one more time for a very entertaining podcast. Be easy. Oh, and sorry about the Phillies, Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think I didn't have to put these. this email in. Uh, uh, that's from Panthrax. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's funny. The online stuff is always a real tough deal with when we get review copies early. Because even if we get the game really early, which we have on, on occasion, you know, we had... I had Killzone 2 like two months before it came out, that kind of thing. A lot of times you can't try the online. They just don't have the servers up. And there's nothing you can do about it. Now, Killzone 2, we were really lucky because Sony made it a point to get a lot of reviewers online as much as possible in sessions where we know there were going to be people online and had them play. And, and they had them play all the different modes, you know, all the different maps and all those kinds of things. But that's kind of rare. A lot of times there's just literally no way to play the online until they get the servers up and running. So should people go back and, and change the score? I don't know. I, I, I've been tempted to do that a couple of times. I'm trying to think of what, which one I would have done that with, but I, I can't think of it off, offhand. But I have been tempted to do that in the past. What I prefer to do is to do kind of like what I wanted to do with Medal of Honor that I ended up not doing because I played online so much. But I was actually going to kind of review it only based on single player and then do uh, an online one a couple days later. Unfortunately, the bigger sites like IGN, you know, Joystick and all those other ones, actually Joystick's not as bad, uh, but like IGN, GameSpot, all those, they try to get their review out as soon as possible. Like when the embargo lifts, you know, boom, your review's dropped. So that you start getting attention, you start getting page hits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because you're in this as a business, you're trying to make money off advertising and everything else. But where that gets hampered is the simple fact that, yeah, you might not know something about the game until after it's out and you're playing online with people. Even, <clears throat> there's some, and I'll stop, but there are some that you can play online and it's really good, but when the game comes out, the servers start getting really slammed and all of a sudden the online experience gets total shit. So you always have that to deal with as well. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. 
what do you guys think? Should people go and change their review scores after the fact? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think um, <clears throat> in some instances it'd be neat to go back. I don't know if I would change the original review. I'd maybe just have a follow-up story or a follow-up segment or something to say, yeah. you know, I just want to go back and, and talk more about this game and what's maybe a patch has come out that's changed the experience or maybe, you know, but to Glenn's point, the review comes out oftentimes before the online is even up and running or was only up for the press at that point, you know, and, and the ex- experience can change, change drastically when there's 10 people in the press playing versus, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people playing. Right. But maybe just what I usually do, I mean, number one, you just know this. You know that IGN and GameSpot or a couple of those other websites, that they get it up right away. So I only kind of yeah. read into the first, the single player mode. <laughs> So check the date. You can usually see a date of when the game was reviewed and then compare that to when the game was actually released. And if the date of the review is prior to the date of release, I'd take all the multiplayer comments uh, with a grain of salt, as you put it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, my best example is Killzone 2 because they, they made it a point to get people on. And, and seriously, the experience that I had during that, that pre-period, during that review period, was very indicative of how the online was in the full game. I mean, there were a couple of hiccups here and there, but it was mainly matchmaking, things like that. But overall, the experience was very similar to what it, what it actually ended up becoming. Now, when he talks about Mag 2.0, though, I mean, that's a great point. Because Mag 2.0 made a humongous change to that game. And I'm almost <clears throat> wondering, in that case, if you do a separate review for Mag 2.0. You know, and and you just say, you know, here's all the differences. I mean, just like Battlefield Bad Company 2, you know, the, the new Viet, Vietnam pack is coming out. That's essentially a new game to a certain extent. You're only getting four maps with the original pack, but it's all new weapons, new, you know, you actually have vehicles that are different, all kinds of stuff. So in my opinion, like that one, I'm going to review separately with a different uh, score altogether. So it, it kind of depends on the game, but I don't know if I'd change... The review score, I would almost make an addendum, kind of like Joel was saying, and maybe even give it a second score, like a six months later score, something like that. And you can actually mm-hmm. see the con- the contrast between what you reviewed it at, what you thought it was back then, and what it's turned into now, be it shittier or better. I would almost rather see, especially for games like Call of Duty and things like that, where the the online is such a big component in the game, it doesn't help people trying to buy the game, but yeah. I would almost rather see a single-player score, a single-player review, single-player score, and then several weeks after the game comes out, the multiplayer. Because really, with a lot of them, you can't tell. I mean, you're just not going to know. With a review copy, you know whether the online will hold up, how it will work with that many people in, involved... And whether it's even going to be the same thing, yeah. you know, with patches and whatever else that come. I mean, there's day one patches on a lot of these things. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, it, yeah. It, 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 but it, it depends on the game. You know, there's some games yeah. that yeah. It, it really sucks, too, because a lot of the game developers just aren't going to be happy with you if you wait, like, even two weeks to bring the review out for the multiplayer. And, yeah, you know, they want people to see these reviews. The reason they send out those review copies to everybody is that they want as much word of mouth as possible to say this game's great or whatever else. And when people are, are saying, well, I'm not really going to you know, review it until it gets online and everything else, guess what? They're not going to send you games anymore. 
they're not going to send you games to review because <laughs> you're not doing it's well. True. But but they would prefer you say even if it's bad, say something about it because they can always make an attempt to to improve it, and you can report on that. You know, if you don't say anything mm-hmm. at all, then they just like, hey, what the hell's going on? Because they do check up. Some of them do. <laughs> it pays. It pays to wait. I know it's part of the sickness, and I feel your pain because when the new game comes out and it's sitting there all shiny at, at oh, the yeah. store, you you want to buy it. You know, obviously, the best thing to do is to just wait, hold off, listen to our show, listen to our feedback, our reviews, our impressions. <laughs> if you hate yourself, <laughs> <laughs> and just go to all f- be all. <laughs> just go to forums like VG Evo. You know, and just go to places like that and hear from people like yourself who are playing the game. I mean, that's. I think it's best to combine a couple of the different review scores with people's first-hand opinions and then yeah. draw a conclusion from there. That's ideal. Now, obviously, that's hard because you want to buy the game day one like we do. But, I mean, if if you're going to buy the game day one, that's the risk you take, yep, basically. that's the gamble you take. It, it all depends on the game, like I said. I mean, a lot of the stuff, Activision doesn't really send anything out to anybody unless you're one of the big ones like the IGNs of the world and, and the joysticks of the world. Uh, you know, Activision usually gets us stuff late. Things like that, where it depends on the on the sources you trust too. I don't know. I, I usually look at kind of a cross section to see what the general feeling about it is. If you see three or four saying roughly the same thing about a certain game, then you kind of know that that's probably true. So just be smart about it, I guess. All right, on to the next one. One of you two gets this one. I'm going to say Josh gets it. All right then. Sure thing, boss. Well, you guys can't be decisive and make a decision, so I'm making the decision for you. All right, this one's from Rob in Wyoming. No, Wyoming, Michigan. (laughs) Make up your mind, buddy. (laughs) All right. says, hey, guys, now that the Netflix app is available on the PS3, Plus your glowing review in last week's episode, I decided to restart my membership. (laughs) Sucker. (laughs) One of the more impressive features... (laughs) (laughs) One of the more impressive features was that you could stream movies in HD. However, when I went to watch The Big Lebowski instantly, it only played back in SD. On the menu, it showed that it could be viewed in HD. So what gives... Is there some way to correct this? Is it my internet connection? My PS3 is connected directly to my router, which is connected to my cable modem. My download speed is 12 megabits per second. Not blazing, but not slow in my opinion. Keep up the good work. So, (laughs) yeah, so what's the deal? That's a pretty good speed. I mean, I have something similar and I don't have any issues. I wonder if it was a, Uh, a, a busy night. No, I know what it is. Uh, I oh. think for HD, you have to have that Blu-ray option for $2 more. Oh. And that's when you can stream HD. Uh, At least when I got uh, my membership, that's what it was. Is that you couldn't stream anything in HD unless you had like the, the HD option. Now, the problem is I got my account a while back, and I know they're changing accounts. They're actually going go to go to an all-streaming account. I know Canada already has that, and they're testing it here in the U.S. So I believe that it's... An, an extra dollar or two a month and you can stream HD. But that's the, that's probably what it is, is that it's not on his account. See, since Good I get call. one Blu-ray, that's, yeah. Because that it's the same thing where you're paying that extra dollar so you can actually get Blu-rays instead of DVDs. And that affects your streaming account as well. Good call. 
It's got to be it. Yeah, usually, because otherwise, it'll just take your... It'll usually start in HD, it'll like cough and wheeze, and then it'll go down to, like, okay, no. <laughs> your, your internet can't handle this, so you are watching SD. Thank you. It just forces you down, but you know the what? fact that it goes straight to SD... I think Glenn's right. I haven't had that problem yet with this new app either. I had it a couple times with the disc-based one, but I've never had it like cough and, and go down to an, uh, an SD feed <coughs> on this new app. It's, it's fucking awesome. Where is the Big Lebowski on Blu-ray anyway, damn it? I am patiently waiting for years now. It came out on HD DVD. Wait. So I, I know it's... It? No. I thought it it's one of, came it's out. one of my all-time favorite movies, unless it just came out this week. <laughs> I hear two co-hosts feverishly looking up on Google. No, I'm just I'm just sitting here picturing Joel at Best Buy every Tuesday morning. <laughs> Is it here yet? Doors Where's open up, he runs Lebowski? in. Is it here yet? Yeah. Is it here yet? Is it here? Fuck! No, it, it never has come out yet. It was on HD DVD exclusively. And then after, obviously, HD DVD passed away, it never came over to Blu-ray. Like away. Well, most of those other movies have. It was taken Dude. out behind the shed and shot. <laughs> Listen up, well, Toshiba. This what? Go out, buy an HD DVD player for like 10, 15 bucks, and <laughs> get the movie for about two, three bucks, and there you go. Uh-huh. I mean, you say it's your favorite movie. There, there's a way to see it in high def. Yeah, I own the HD DVD, but you know, I want the Blu-ray. <laughs> I want the Blu-ray. Have to have the Blu-ray. That's. I thought I just saw it too. Like, huh? While you're I looking, we'll go on to the next. I email. just saw something about it coming. Aha! There you go. Because when you said that, I was like, "Wait, I remember seeing something about that recently." Yeah, I think I just on... picked up on DVD. They had like a anniversary edition of it, which had a bunch of extras on it. I picked that up, but yeah, that was just, just within the last year. Because there was one that came with a bowling ball. Yeah, <laughs> it just looked, looked kind of cool. It's only twenty five bucks with the bowling ball too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a damn good question, Joel. Wow, I I didn't really think about that because I that's one of the only Coen Brothers movies I, I like, and I it's, I don't even dislike it. I really love that movie. Yeah, the other Coen Brothers movies like Fargo yeah. and obviously the more recent ones are on Blu Ray, so they have gone back and put some of the older ones on there. So yeah. I'm sure it's coming. It's a matter other, of time. The only other one of theirs I like is the Hudsucker Proxy. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Sam Raimi co-wrote that with them. Yeah, I just, I really don't like most of them. I hate Fargo. Maybe they're yeah. waiting for the next big anniversary of yeah. the Maybe. movie to drop it then. Well, they do know. Lebowski Fest every year. There's a huge cult following for that movie, so they could he, probably announce it anywhere. I think he showed up at that this year, this year too. Do you really? I think yeah. they have, from what I understand, there's three Lebowski. It used to be just one annually. Now it's in three parts of the country. Jesus. It's huge. There's yeah, it's not just Lebowski. one location. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Jesus. <laughs> Do not the fuck with the Jesus. All right. All right. Last, last email. This one's from Ron. Hey, guys. I just had a runaround with Sony with regards to my purchased video content. Hmm. My PS3 died three weeks ago, so I decided to get a new one with the Move Controller package. Hmm. I tried to re-download my purchase content videos and found that you can only get the games you bought, not videos. Um, I had five or six movies on my old system, and they would not give them back to me or give me any credit. I thought I would send this to you so people are aware that you cannot get the videos from them if your system dies. Kind of pissed me off, and I will no longer buy videos from them since my system may die again. Thanks for the podcast. Have a great weekend. Ron. Hmm. 
No, I know when I went through, and, and I'm sure you guys have some comments here also, when I went through and uh, I had too many accounts, or my, my account was on too many PS3s, so I had to call Sony, I had to have that zapped, or I had to go back to you know zero accounts on the different consoles, and then I had to reassociate my account with the consoles that I currently own. Obviously, you can only, maybe not obviously, but you can only have your account, at least for purchase content, on up to five PS3s. After you exceed that, you got to call Sony, or that, and I had to. So I reset my account. I was now able to to redeem my purchase content for the games on my new PS3. But I, in calling them, they explained to me that the video content was a whole separate piece. Yeah, that the reset was completely independent of the games. They told me that my video content would be available to me. But I never got it to work, so I don't, I don't quite understand what the solution well, is. Even though they, the, the person on the phone told me it was possible, the video content is linked only to one system. So, like, I have two PS3s yeah. here in the house. I can only do the video stuff on one of them. You actually have to deactivate it through the activation process in the PS3 on one of the machines and go to the other one to have them have support to it. I've heard nothing but problems. The other thing is, and it's not an excuse, and it's not anything else, but. Uh, one thing that you can do that they added uh, a few months ago is that you can actually back up any digital video content that you have. You can actually throw a USB drive on there and copy that off to the USB drive, and that will work as long as your account is activated on whatever PS3 you're on for video. So, and I'm again, I'm not making an excuse, but I'm I'm saying that you can do that moving forward. You know that that is available to you. You can take a USB drive throw it on there. If you have a system go down again like this, you can at least have them reset your account and you can just upload it right back from the USB drive. I think you might be able to even play it from that. I can't remember though. But the other thing is that he probably had a worse time about it because he didn't send his PS3 back to them and do any kind of trade or anything. So they didn't have any tracking for for him to fall back on to say, well, you know... You guys swapped out the machine, or you got it repaired, or you know, I, I took the the hundred twenty dollar option and got a, a a slim from you guys instead of the fat, and they can see that in their system and say, okay, well, we see that we swapped out your machine, we'll take care of that. If you just go out and buy a new machine, they're saying, oh, they're just trying to fuck us, you know, they're they're out there sharing stuff and they're just trying to fuck us. But again, I think it's shitty customer service. They should just reset it for them. That's crap. Yeah, I still need to go through that. Um, my 60 gig had one movie downloaded on it, the 60 gig that died <laughs> and that got swapped out. But the problem is I can't download anything with my account because on any of my PS3s, when I try to download even free stuff, which I have tried to do recently, right? it tells me, no, this... This uh, account is associated with another system and go download it on that system or deactivate that system. And I'm like, well, that system's gone yeah. <laughs> for like a year now. So I just, every time I run into I forget about it and then I do it and I run into that problem and I'm like, ah, and I just forget. And I'm just, nah, I'm just not even going to bother. <laughs> so at some point I do, I'm going to need to go through this with Sony and see what I can do. Uh, I have heard of this happening with other people where, you know, they won't give them credit and they won't get the videos back, but I've heard of people complaining enough <laughs> that they, that somebody that they got through to in customer service just kind of relented on the whole thing and said, okay, we'll reset it, 
but only this once. Yeah. You're never going to get to reset it ever again. Fuck around again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they told me. You only get one chance. We'll do it for you this time just for the games. Yeah. And then we'll do it for the videos, but you have to go through this this process for the videos. It's tied to the console. Yeah. They claimed you could do it, but I, like you, well, I tried it. It didn't work. I was like, screw it. It's like one movie. I really don't care. But yeah. As long as I had I my had games on there. there were free movies that PSN put up every now and then, like Bachelor Party 2 and you know, whatever. So. Well, that was the thing. I have the usual suspects that I downloaded just to try it out when the video service started originally. But it's not like I need that movie. You know, I'm I'm out the ten bucks that I spent on it. But yeah, I think Ron, I'd try calling yeah. Sony and see what. It's, just give them a call, let them know what you did, and see what they can do for you. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll try that too over the next week or so and see if I can get anywhere with mine because I've never even bothered to try. Um, I'll try it out and I'll see what kind of uh, what kind of process I end up going through. There we go. Have fun. All right. I think we've gone on long enough this with this week, boys. We're nipping at the three-hour mark here. So next week, uh, we're going to have something really cool. We're going to have an interview for NBA Jam. Uh, a lot of people were thinking that it's a gimped version for the PS3, that kind of thing. And uh, we're going to get all the straight facts directly from one of the producers. And uh, my review of East Othan Falgana, I know I'm going to be doing. So other than that, we don't know exactly what we're going to have next week. So it'll be a mystery to all of us. So, you guys got anything else before we go? Nope. No. All right. Well, to those, <laughs> to those people that won raffle tickets, and actually, Josh just told me I didn't put the full list up, so i got to fix that. But uh, we are waiting for email addresses from Extra Life. We don't have them readily available to us. But to verify all of the winners, we need to wait until we get the email addresses from Extra Life so that we can verify, you know, it, so somebody doesn't go out and just create an account saying, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm the one that won it. And uh, that kind of thing. So we don't want anybody to get screwed over here. So we're waiting on that. We're totally at their mercy. I I don't know how long it's going to take. I've been in contact with them a couple of times. So please have patience. Uh, We've got everything ready to go in terms of who has what prize and all that stuff. And, and, you know, everything's laid out downstairs. Uh, We just need to get email addresses. What's going to happen is once I get those email addresses from Extra Life, we will be sending an email to all of those winners. And you need to reply to that email. Do not send us a separate email. Don't send us a voicemail. Nothing. Reply to that email so that we can verify the email address that we have on file. And we'll get your shipping address from you and we'll start getting that stuff shipped out. Uh, you know, Again, please a little bit of patience because it's 120-some prizes. And <laughs> it's all out of our pocket. So we have to kind of you know stack stuff. So... Just want to make everybody aware of that. We're going to get on it as soon as we can, and uh, we'll get those prizes out to people as soon as possible. So uh, next week, the interview, Esoth and Felgana review. Uh, if you're thinking about getting it, like I said, I played it for four hours straight. Intent. <clears throat> and it'll be up on the website on Monday as well. So uh, thanks to Stuart for joining us this week, and uh, thanks to everybody for sticking with us. We'll talk to you again very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a good week. I happen to think that Big Wheels were one of the coolest toys ever invented, ever. Actually, no, next to the Green Machine. The Green Machine was the coolest vehicle. That you could possibly have. But the Big Wheel was neat. I think they ought to have Big Wheels for people our age in size. Just call them real big, big Big Wheels. You could do it. Just take extra stickers. Big Wheels were neat because even if you didn't want to ride the Big Wheel, you could flip it over, spin the pedal, and make ice cream. 
Or, like, things on your big wheel could all start to bust, but you could still ride it almost to the very end. Like, you could lose your seat, but all then you had to do was just tip it over and get all the waters and rocks out of the six holes on the top of the thing. Or you could have that weird big wheel flat when half the tire was indented, cut in half, sun-dried, run over from your dad, but you could still pedal. Except a lot of times you would pedal, but you'd stay stationary because it had no traction anymore. Just be like... Then you knew it was time to move up to banana seat bike. Streamers hanging, baby.